Hey everybody, it's episode 287 of PodQuest. Yay! Hello! It's Wednesday, February 19th, 2020. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hi. And Walnut. Hello. We're back. We have a new mixer because the old one died. Yes, we do. Maybe maybe we sound better now. Probably. No, nah, but... Th- this episode might be a little wonky in the sound. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, What I'm probably going to do is mess with this during the week or over the weekend or something like that and see what... See what I can do to make things sound better. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe download like the software and stuff that it says it comes with to see if any of that. Yeah. So I, I think the software is also like a soundboard and stuff. Oh, okay. nice. So, so we can, get ready we can for... get those boings and booms yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like we're, that. We're, we can go full morning show. Exactly. That's what we're. That's what we uh, want to be anyway. That's what the show has show. been missing. But is... We record at seven o'clock at night. Well, they don't know that you can listen to it it's at any 7 time though. Somewhere we're available. Where all podcasts are available, so you can listen to whatever you want. It's always the morning somewhere. Is it technically? Uh, yeah, yes. I guess. Yeah, it would always that's, be the morning that's how, somewhere. That's how time zones work. Time zones are fucking stupid. Kinda. Like it should just be the same time everywhere all the time, and people should just adjust to. <laughs> Well, you see, that's the Earth is flat, and that's actually what it is. Um, the people just refuse to to acknowledge that. No, no. That's when you should have muted me when I said the Earth is flat. <laughs> yeah, the second he said the Earth, you should have just. Yeah, you're not wrong. How are you guys doing? Finally, okay. I'm all right. Pretty good. That's good. Yeah. I, right, because uh, you were like sick and shit last it's week, been weren't a fucking, you? Fucking like nightmare month. Like I had the flu and then fucking. You have like bad Januarys and February. Uh, yeah, wasn't it like three years ago when you had your tonsils out? Well, I mean that was an intentional decision. But still, but, like, yeah. it was in January and it was like, what was it? Like two months of recovery because yeah. you're an adult and you're yep. not supposed to have that done at, as an adult. At nope. the age of thirty, you're getting your tonsils <laughs> taken out. Yep. Well, you live yeah. and learn. Hopefully, they don't grow back. I guess. Uh that would be real. Weird. That'd be kind of cool, actually. I'd probably get a lot of money if they started growing back. People would want to read. That's true. <laughs> You're you're a part uh, oxalot of blood. Yeah, right. Probably find shit out. Be like, oh shit, this person's got weird. Gene. Let's fix. Let's find him and give him money to test him. You're you're the first mute. Yep. Nope. Probably not. That was apocalypse. <laughs> or and if you go by the name of some comic books, it was Namor. I I think it's true. He, he has regenerating organs. So I mean, don't doesn't everybody technically have a regenerating organ? Your liver. Yeah, like your liver can regrow itself like a fucking starfish. I didn't realize. I didn't. Well, did I, to I a probably point. did know. Yeah, that, so but like, that's why people, if they need like liver transplants, um, they can get a partial transplant from like a perfect matched relative or something like that. Yeah, oh. because you only need like half your liver. To survive, because it'll kind of, like, grow a portion of itself back and heal over and shit. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's like a cross between a worm and a starfish. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Science is weird, guys. Yep. Just, we talked about it last week. Um, Did you happen to see the space thing that happened this past week? No. Uh, um, wh- an asteroid almost destroyed us again? <laughs> I um, mean, that's a Thursday, so... No, I just... So, IGN posted it. Like, on, like, I think I saw it on, like, their Twitter feed, and I just okay. thought it was very funny, where it's like, scientists say that Earth could be um, bombarded by, like, a massive asteroid um, that would just destroy all life, but it's probably going to pass us. It, it, the thing that made it, like, worth mentioning, like, on, like, news sites was apparently it was larger and traveling faster than they normally do, okay. so they didn't even realize it was on course for us until fairly late in the... I guess game for that. Like I don't know how that. I don't know how far out they usually detect those things. I'm sure it's pretty far. The thing is, 
we've got no asteroid defense at the moment. So whether they detect it two years from now, or like like that's that is going to come in two years, or that's going to come in two weeks, there's nothing we can do about Look, that. If they could figure this out in 1998, they can figure it out in 2020. <laughs> you send you send some oil drillers into space with a couple of astronauts and a fucking crazy cosmonaut, and you fucking give them some big ass drills and a nuke, and they'll get it done. They but won't all come they, back, but they'll get it done. But they could barely even get, I think, what was it, the Rosetta to properly land on a moving meteor, so, or moving, moving asteroid. So, well, they, they didn't, can't even. They didn't have Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck. I, and they probably wouldn't have Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck. I'm just saying, neither of those guys are super busy at the moment. They could totally go do it. Uh, I mean, yeah, true, but I feel like isn't Batman anymore, so. Yeah, actually, just, I didn't put this in the news, but he d- he had an interview with New York Times where, um, he, he partially came out and basically said that had he continued with Batman, he was probably going to drink himself to death. Wow. Like, uh, like a friend apparently even said that to him, like, you shouldn't do this anymore. I guess, did he just hate it that much? Well, apparently the Justice League was just a lot of issues. Okay. And like, I mean, on top of that, like, he he was actually never really panned as Batman. Like people liked his Batman, but neither of the movies were good that yeah. he was in. And that's not his fault. That's shitty directing. Yeah. Um and a bad script in a lot of cases too. Um but he's also had like issues with alcohol abuse and has gone to rehab on his own multiple times. So Yeah. You know, it it was just a bad fit for him apparently. Yeah. But uh anyway, on, on brighter news, apparently Sonic the Hedgehog is a not awful movie. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh boy, Sonic the Hedgehog. It may, it, it is, if it hasn't made it yet, it is close to making a hundred million worldwide. Yeah, it is the biggest video game movie opening weekend of all time. It beat out, so- uh, uh, not Sonic, it beat out, um, Detective Pikachu by, uh, like 10 million or something like that. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, cause, I mean, Detective Pikachu was a great movie. So the only thing I could see kind of working in, like, in its favor, is there weren't really there aren't a lot of other new movies out right now. Yeah. Whereas Detective Pikachu launched in the spring when movies were happening. Yeah. Also in the spring when people can do shit outside. Yeah. That too. I mean, we're in, people can do shit outside right now. Sure. Like we're we're having a climate crisis. People can do shit outside. All right. Man, we had the windows open yesterday I've all been, day and on Saturday. I've been driving with the windows open for the past two weeks. No, I mean like windows open in our house. I know. Like the heat was off, the windows were open. Yeah, like it was it. It's low forty fives lately. Well, I mean, yesterday and I it was either Monday or over the weekend or something. It was in the mid fifties. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's gonna drop to like twenty two on Friday, not to Saturday morning though. You're really low for Am some I? reason. Yeah, should I just yell into this microphone? No, but like how you're talking right now All is right. actually better. Yeah, you you I don't project. Know, okay. I don't know if you're sitting farther back from it or nope. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Much better now, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Sonic is doing really well in box office. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's... It was... It's opening weekend, it was certified fresh. Yeah. Like, like you, like critic and user. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem to be bad. And I went and saw it. And it is an enjoyable movie. It is... It's it's a popcorn movie. Like, the it's obviously for children, but it is something fun enough for adults to enjoy as well. Um, there's good comedy, there's, like, silliness, and there's fun action. The, um, CG is really well done. I heard there were certain points where it was a little obvious where they, where they had redone Sonic, but not, it wasn't the whole movie. 
I I didn't get that. I just did. I got there was one scene in particular where you get Sonic's arm coming up from the bottom of the screen. Can't remember what's happening, but it did look really bad. Just that one scene. Huh. But everything else to me looked fine. It looked- well, I think what I was like seeing and stuff like that were more because the the original Sonic design he was taller mm. and would take up a different space in the movie. Sometimes things just didn't quite line up perfectly. And there were there were a handful of scenes where it was obvious, but not not so bad that it actually hurt the movie. Yeah, I I didn't catch any of that at least. Well, you um, need to start going to these movies with a more critical eye then. No, because it's Sonic. stop enjoying things. Like I I went into it with a critical eye of this is obviously going to be a kids movie, so I'm not expecting it to be a blockbuster masterpiece. Um, but let's just see what it is. And it was fun. Did you go by yourself? No, I went with the the Brose crew went because we've been talking about it since the first trailer. Like, the very first shitty trailer. Where he had weird human teeth? Yeah. Um, and I, I say go see it. Um, if you're not in particularly fond of children, obviously wait a little while or try to go while school's out, uh, running. But I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Everyone I saw it with thought it was a good movie. Obviously, the one child that I saw it with loved it and thought it was a fantastic movie. Um, You're not supposed to take children to movies. No, movies are not for children. This, this, they're all for adults, regardless of what the content is. At the movie theater, that is correct. Those shits are too expensive. Children don't appreciate it. They watch <laughs> it on Redbox when it comes to Redbox. I mean, this kid's like 11. He's a preteen. No, still too young. Um, I miss the Ritz, where if you were under the age of 13, you just fucking weren't allowed in. No, it was 16. No, oh. if under 16, you needed an adult. Okay. Under 13, you just, just weren't allowed in. Off. <laughs> Which I hated that because they showed all the movies I wanted to see and I couldn't go because my parents didn't want to see it. That was never a problem for us. It was a problem for you guys because uh, Eric and Brandon went with me. We, the three of us went to go see a movie and then they had to drive me home and then go back themselves. <laughs> that sounds like a problem for them, not for me. I, it, I I was never unable to get into a movie at the Ritz. I mean, but like I, it, it was fucked up because I wanted to see Steam Boy. And I was there with my 18-year-old brother. Oh, I was there for that. I don't remember them having to drive you home. Are you sure they didn't make you just wait in the car? No, <laughs> no they didn't make it. No, they, they, they ended... I think what had happened was we went to go get our tickets, and they wouldn't sell me a ticket. So they called everyone's like, we're not seeing it at this time. We have to take Richie home. Oh, okay. And then you guys might have gone a different yeah, time. Yeah, we probably went a different night. time. Well, because I, rem- I, I, I explicitly remember that, that movie... Because that's the day that I found out how hard, how much it hurts to get hit in the chest with a roll of cookie dough. <laughs> oh, jeez. But yeah, I, I hated that because they would because they were privately owned. They would play all the movies, all the anime movies and stuff that I would never get to go see because yeah, I was too young. And then once I became old enough to go by myself, it was just an AMC. It was it was it wasn't an a. It was still like privately owned, but they stopped yeah, being it was like, the only theater that yeah, showed it's those. It's only movies. been the AM, an AMC for like yeah, it, a year. Or it was like a now. rave cinema for a while, right. and they, it was, they that's what it was. They redid the inside and made it a little more like it was the Ritz, then the Carmike, then the rave. Right, and now it's an AMC. Yeah, because during one of those changes is when they kind of redid the like lobby. And, like, added, like, the cafe and stuff to it. Yeah. Or at least redid the cafe. I don't think they originally had it. But, like, they added, like, they basically added, like, a, a no, like, an off-brand Starbucks okay. like, chair, like, comfy chairs and stuff, like, on the opposite side of the concession stand. Right. And I, did they ever convert to stadium seats? 
No. No. I think they have like I think they have like two theaters in there that were stadium seats, like yeah, the two have, big ones. They have a few theaters that do have like stadium seat style, but most of their theaters, at least since the last time I was there, are all that flat curved. I think the last style. time I was there was is that where we saw Resurrection F? F yeah. Okay, that was probably the last time I was there. Probably my last time too. Cuz they don't Unless they unless they recently did it, because even after AMC took over, you couldn't buy tickets for your seats online. Like you couldn't reserve seats. It's one of the few theaters in the area that you do not have that do not have reserve seats. And like I'm I'm over that. Like if I can't reserve a seat for a movie ahead of time, I'm yeah. just not going to fucking go to that theater. Yeah. Like I I want to know where I'm sitting and know if there's somebody sitting next to me already. Yeah. You might be able to do the reserved seats now because we went and saw Hocus Pocus there. What was that last year they put it back out or the year before? Yeah, something like that. And I'm pretty sure we selected, but I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I'm, normally I'm, look at that one because yeah. it's also we live five minutes away from the AMC in Deptford. Yeah. And then generally anytime there's like an anime movie I want to go see, it's playing at Cinemark. Okay. So because like um and you're like eight minutes from that. Yeah, like uh the My Hero movie comes out next week and it's Gonna play at Cinemark, so I have tickets for the 29th to see it at Cinemark. Yeah. Because why the fuck not? Like you said, it's eight minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the rave is like 25 minutes. And they, that, they're at least a relatively like updated theater. They got the reclining seats and everything. Yeah. They, like the Cinemark has, is so much better. I prefer the Cinemark sometimes over some of the Marlton ones. Like my number one is the, the Regal in Morristown. I do like that one. That one's just, it's just far enough away and I get no by going there yeah because like that rpx thing does nothing for me it's yeah i mean i've only ever seen movies at the rpx and the 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 seating style at that theater is just so much better than like i'd rather go there than to like king of prussia because friggin cherry hills imax sucks yeah because cherry hill just sucks god i don't even know the last time i went to uh, an imax i i mean well the the rpx is their IMAX equivalent. It's based. I meant like yeah. I, like going out to King of Prussia for yeah. a movie. I honestly can't remember the last time I did that. Yeah, it's it's because we have the RPX and Cinemark has their XD. It's there's no need anymore. Yeah, and it's one of those like I would I would honestly rather just drive the five minutes to the AMC in Marlton to have reserved seats and just see a movie yeah. than like like again even like the Morristown one like it's like a 15, 20 minute drive depending on traffic mm-hmm. and. You know, I don't necessarily want to do that unless I'm unless it's like a daytime movie and I'm going to be in that area anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is a, it is a nice theater. It's yeah. just you know that the AMC is not as nice, but it's close. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, the the AMC theaters are just as good, or, I, or are good. I have like one of the stubs things too, so I get like the reward points. It's like twelve bucks a year, and yeah. I I see enough movies that it it makes it worth it. But I don't have to pay the any of the convenience fees for buying tickets. Um, I think the it's like popcorn and drink upgrades or whatever. Yeah, like I don't. I, I pay basically the cost for a medium for a large or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And Eric Eric has that too because he always bought everyone's tickets. Yeah. So like he would get all those extra points and whatnot. Yeah, and it, like it works out. I think it's like every hundred dollars, it's like five or ten dollar rewards. Yeah, something like that. And like honestly, that happens enough because of how expensive movie tickets and concessions are. <laughs> yeah. And like the AMC, it's at like least in in Deptford. Yeah, at least in Deptford, the AMC does the um like pre order concessions, and they'll just bring it to your seat. So like, you, if you're running late or like you know it's like a a a 
you know it's going to be crowded because it's like a new like a big new release you can just like order like your drink and your popcorn or whatever from your phone like the day before tell them what time you're going to be in the theater and they bring that shit to you yeah nice yeah like i've done it like a handful of times and it's always way easier than waiting in line yeah um so sonic anyway is you guys you need to see it uh well not need to see it but you should see it it's it's a fun movie i'm going to um, eventually i there's things after seeing the movie although you say what you said about like it, it you could tell that the alignment was off um I'm starting to think that this design of Sonic was something that they actually had planned, and that trailer was uh. a plant to get more publicity. No, with with the way that that studio apparently had to work overtime to get this done. And then got shut down. Yeah. Like, that studio got fucked. Well, I think that the studio probably wanted the version, or not the studio, like, the people making the movie and, like, the, the, the effects company that did Sonic probably did not want the version of Sonic that was in the trailers, but the studio execs probably did because they don't yeah. know anything about, mo- about like, yeah. they they know how to make a movie. They don't know what the game is or what people actually want. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, kids like Animorph... At- What's that? I- I'm not going to say Anthropomorphic? Yeah, thank you. Um, So, like, it has to look more person-like. Yeah. And... I can totally see that. Yeah, like, like there's, like, a board full of people yelling at, like, the director and the producers and... It's but too it just, cartoony. Make it more human. But just based on some of the other things that were in the movie that are known potential Sonic characters, I just want to know, like... They could have all been redone. Were they... Because cause that's, that's a lot to redo nearing the beginning. They, like, I mean, they the, worked a fuck ton of over of crunch to yeah, get that Yeah, they crunched out. and did delay the movie three months. I, yeah, I Wasn't know. It five it was November to February. I thought it was September to February. No, it, no, was, it was November. November. Okay. I like I I know that, like I know like like I, it's I'm not trying to like say that like That's exactly not, what you're no, doing. No, I'm not trying to lessen like the work that they did. You're I'm just throwing out conspiracy theories. But <laughs> like look, the first 5 minutes of the movie has a tribe of echidnas chasing after Sonic. Do they all look like Knuckles? They all look like normal they're wearing masks. But they all look like what an echidna would look like in this art style. So that means that they either had to redesign all those fucking echidnas, which were a ton. I mean, or, look, or how, the how dis- many how many minutes of the movie was that? I mean, it was a, like maybe a minute or two. Then, like, also, were they all doing very unique animations? Or yes, was it one thing they were all like doing separate. Like they were in the jungle, jumping around, like. Running after Sonic. So was it just like a pack of them all kind of running the same way? They they weren't just like normal like arms open. They were running in separate methodologies but and things like that. Still, like, I, a, a I, minute, but like it was a lot of time for like that one minute of animation was probably several days worth of work, if not a couple weeks. But the big the big issue was Sonic because he's in the real world, and you have to like it's not just redesigning because like realistically, like the redesign. Redesign the character is not the biggest deal. It's matching him up with all the motion capture mm-hmm. and then having that actually fit with what the characters are doing. So, like, if James Marsden is handing something to Sonic, that new size Sonic has to be in a way where, like, Marsden isn't just handing it to his face. He's handing it to his hand, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's the hard part. That's what well, took them all the extra time. Look, I'm not trying to say that, like, oh, like, it just seems like 
with the extra animation that they had to do with that, plus what shows up mid-credits, like, it seems like those things were spot on, and I want to know, were those redesigned as well? I would, I would 100% guarantee they were. Yep. They would not have designed other characters correctly, and then given us that atrocity that was Sonic, just to force a studio to crunch and delay a movie, and then also close that studio because Um, of the money they lost. Unless to potentially save on advertising fees, hey, look, let's start a controversy and send out this, this, this. No, because the the studio lost money because of that. I mean, in the long run, they made money, but like, you can't assume that a children's movie is going to make a hundred million opening weekend because not many of them do. And no movie studio is going to wager like, okay, well, let's spend the money to make a bad version first. Because, like, you figure, like, even, like, the, the two-minute trailer and all of the marketing stuff they did was a lot of money to fucking blow for a, well, if we if, if we make them think we fucked up and then we didn't, we'll make money in the, in the, in the long run. I, I, I see what you're saying. I just yeah. don't think that's the case. I, it's just, it's, like, something that's just in my head right now. Like, based on what I've seen from the movie, I'm like, these things, like, they're so much more spot on. Maybe they did redo them. Maybe they didn't. I don't know because I didn't like the only way to know is when it, a DVD version or Blu-ray version comes out with extras. Maybe they'll have those original I mean, character designs. You don't even that opening and the mid. I, I know what the mid credits is. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, those things may not have been in the original cut either. The, the opening had to have been unless they completely changed the entire story of the movie. Well, I, I mean, I, I just meant like the, the opening could have been different. Like something else could have been chasing him. And I mean, the mid-credit scene could have also been done near the end of production. Maybe, like the movie was the like. We also don't, don't know. know when they would have because also figure movies are not made sequentially. So the opening of that movie was not done first. It it could have been done third. It could have been done twenty sixth. Yeah. So we don't know how much of the movie was done when they had a trailer when they had that first trailer and the marketing stuff come out. Because if you look at a lot of movie trailers, it's scenes that aren't even in the movies. Yeah. Um, or you can be like uh, Marvel and put a, a Hulk in um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Avengers Infinity War when he wasn't in it. Yeah. So it could have just been a, you know, they had 25% of the movie done with that Sonic and then had to go back, redo 25%, redesign Sonic, and then they made the rest of the movie. Yeah. I mean, they according to this article I found from IndieWire, that seems to be the case. Almost none of the visual effects were done when that trailer came out. And then that trailer got such backlash, the studio was like, all right, fuck it. We'll redesign Sonic and spent upwards of $5 million on new artwork. But most of the rest of the visual effects were not done. So there was, there was a lot of redesigns um, were probably done, but not on things that were actually animated. Yeah. They didn't have to reanimate a whole bunch of shit. They probably had a weird human looking knuckles that, um, they're just like, all right, cross this guy out. Let's try this again, guys. I mean, cause like I, I saw articles during like the whole production process where like the director or somebody like they had that design initially and they wanted to use the design that they used and not the, the, the crappy one. Which is like why I I'm think like, that was one of the one of the visual effects like supervisors. Yeah, somebody was like, "We had this design. We wanted to use this one more than the other one, but we were made to use the other one." And it like it just seems a little fishy to me. That's that's all. 
Well, so again, that goes to st- studio heads not knowing what actually people would want from it. Yeah, and, I've watched enough like yeah. behind the scenes stuff and read enough things. Like the studios almost always are the issue in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like when it comes to stuff like that, like like visual elements. Um, if if either of you guys have have the time uh, on um on Netflix, I, I was talking about it a couple weeks ago. The the toys that made us. Yeah, they have the movies that made us now. Right, they are not great documentaries but they're entertaining and they, they there's some cool stuff in there okay. um the ghostbusters one in particular um they just got kind of dicked around a whole bunch with stuff um because of who owned the studio like yeah coke owned the studio so they made them do a bunch of things like they, they were on a very tight timeline if i remember correctly like they had 10 months to make this movie in the 80s damn um and made that movie in the 80s <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, like they apparently for, for the first little bit in the movie, they had to film it as two different movies, like with two different names. So they had to film like certain scenes twice. Okay. So like the scene where Bill Murray is standing outside with the guy putting the sign on the firehouse. Okay. Where, um, the sign says Ghostbusters. They also had to do a take the exact same take, but with the sign saying ghost breakers, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, because Man, Ghostbreakers is such a worse name. <laughs> well, so there was a 1970s TV series called Ghostbusters oh. that involved a gorilla. Um, oh. yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, it was a TV series. I think it was also a cartoon. It was it was Filmation who did like um the He Man cartoons and stuff okay. like that in the 80s. They owned it, which I think. So I'm trying to remember how that. So they owned the rights to that, but did not want to sell like did not basically want to sell the name to whoever owned. Yeah, um, sure. Whatever studio was doing Ghostbusters. Um, so Coke owned that studio that was doing Ghostbusters, and they basically told them, like, well, you're just going to have to film it two different names for everything. So every scene that had the word Ghostbusters in it, they ha- they were supposed to film with the somebody saying Ghostbreakers, <laughs> which would have been a sequel to an earlier black and white movie called Ghostbreakers. Huh. That I want to say starred somebody semi-famous. Or not semi-famous, like somebody relatively famous. Yeah. Um... And then, at a certain point, they just stopped doing that. They're just like, fuck it. This is just going to be Ghostbusters, or it's not going to be anything. Yeah. Um, and then it it was just a it was a bit of dumb luck that the, their original, like, financer, like, the original, like, producer from the studio that, like, greenlit the movie, gave them the money to do it and all, um, left because he was, conf- like, he was butting heads with the owners of Coke who had, like, bought that studio. He then got pr- um, a, a job as the president of Universal who Universal owned Filmation. So he basically told Filmation to give them the Ghostbusters name. Okay. Because he was kind of... He had already spent so much time, like, invested in that movie, he wasn't going to dick them over just because he was at a different studio. Yeah. Um, Bob Hope is who was in that movie. There you go. Yeah. It, that that one... In, I watched that and the Die Hard one. They were both pretty interesting, but the fucking... So, real quick one for but, but Die Hard. When... um, at the, You guys have both seen Die Hard, right? Yes. Yeah. So when Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber gets thrown off the building at the end, that was genuine fear on his face. Um, it was like a, a 15, 20 foot drop onto like a, a bag. Um, they did not tell him they were going to let him go. Hmm. Oh. They, they said, we're going to count to three and let you go. And they went one and dropped him. Oh, geez. So like that look of terror was actual hmm. terror, which is just awesome. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, one more quick thing about, well, two more quick things about Sonic. Number one, it, it was made by Paramount, right? That sounds or, correct. Whoever, whoever has the, like, like the stars and the mountain. Yeah, that's Paramount. The Paramount. 
instead of the stars, they were rings, which was neat. And then apparently Sega thinks they're Marvel because oh yeah, I heard it has like uh, you know how like it has like like when you go see a Marvel, they have like the comic book pages and stuff as yeah. painted back to show Marvel. DC does that now too. They did that with Sega properties, and it was like showing. It like it did the Paramount thing, and then it did it just do? Did it do Sega? No, I wish they did. I would have been more happy. Yeah, with they, that. they dropped the ball on that. But one. it panned out, and it just showed a bunch of different Sega properties. One of them was Valkyria Chronicles. Was one of them Persona? Uh, I don't remember. Then they fucked up. I fucked them all. So, but it just, like backed out and then showed the Sega logo front out of all that. I'm like, apparently they're Marvel now. Was Bassmaster on there? I don't. I don't know. There was. There. Was, I only <laughs> know three Sega properties. I, I mean, it was like a bunch of like just it, like not even current Sega games, old Sega games as well. Well, Bassmaster is an Comic old Sega Zone. game. Com- yeah. Comic Zone might have been on there. Altered like, Beast. I I think I'm that might have been on. I've never actually played Altered Wise Beast. Wise from your that better be the next movie now. <laughs> Contra I, Hardcore. Look, when I That's, saw that, when I saw that, I'm crossing my fingers for Valkyria Chronicles. It's Konami movie. or Konami, not but it, right. I think Hardcore was only on the Sega. Sure. No, this is Sega, like, Streets Sega of Rage? owned games. Yeah. It might have been on there. Movie. The good version of Mortal Kombat. Uh, you're, you have to go see the movie just to see this, uh, Marvel-esque backdrop happen to see what you can identify. But I'm just now crossing my fingers hoping for, a uh, Valkyria Chronicles movie. If Sonic did this well, I feel like Valkyria Chronicles, which is more heavily story-based and stuff, might even be just as good, if not better. I would rather a Persona 4 movie. Is that Sega? Yeah, Atlas is owned by Sega. Okay. Then, yeah, that'd be cool to see Persona movie. But yeah. As long as it's not Persona 3 where the kids have to shoot themselves in the head to release their Personas because people wouldn't like it. No, no, they, they definitely no. wouldn't. Um, So there was a Stranger Thing trail. Stranger, Stranger Things Season 4 teaser. Yeah. That ruined Season 4. No, it didn't. Well, it showed that um, what's his face is still alive. You kind of like, had to figure he was still alive at the end of season three so, when they said get the American. Yes, but they could have also played that a completely different way and had like season four open with a different American there and then showed him like in episode two. I mean, you know, it would have just been a much nicer reveal than showing him in the fucking teaser. I I don't I don't think it changes it. People are still going to watch it no matter. Oh what. yeah, I mean people and, of course. And it like I I figured I knew he was alive uh based on the end of that and as well as like something a friend had pointed out to me um after we had watched it. There is a ladder that leads down where like he was stuck at. He could have climbed down that before the thing burst and he would have been fine and which is probably what happened. Yeah. And like I was like, oh, all right, well, he's alive then. That's cool. I like Hop. Yeah, I mean, look, I figured he was alive, but it's just, you know, when a character is supposed to be dead and you just teased that maybe he wasn't, don't show that he wasn't in the teaser trailer. Like, at least wait for the real trailer if you're going to do that. I don't think it's that it's it's that negative, but I mean, the, the teaser wasn't really much of anything either. Well, it that's what I mean. Just, like, like, It you- was just them in Russia working on, like, uh, train tracks. And it Hop pulls like his like hat off and like wipes his brow or whatever. So yeah, it, it's gonna I, be interesting to see like what's going on. Yeah, um, that was a quick one. So this next one will probably be too. HQ is dead. Yeah, probably. I mean, I feel like even if it came back, it's gonna be like one of those things where it comes back, nobody does it, and, and it then dies just again. it just kind of fades into obscurity. Yeah, because I feel like no one. I, I feel like not many people were still doing it after Scott no. left anyway. No, no. it definitely. 
Fuck, yeah. I barely did anymore. Yeah, I forgot I, I had... love trivia. So, did you start... Did you play after they changed rules and added, like, the point system and everything? Yeah. yeah. So not, I didn't even realize they did much. that. I didn't know they changed it to, like, a point system and... Yeah, they did season... I want to say I kind of really stopped playing after that they did. Yeah. And that's when I was like, alright, this is all... They started doing games that you'd even win... There was no money on the line, it was just... Yeah. Yeah, that seems kind of shitty. Uh, yeah. Well, they were... They were trying to get people more engaged and to keep coming on the apps because people stopped playing when your $250,000 pot was won by 250,000 people. Yeah. Like, it, it, it got too big for itself. Well, I also, like, I, I've said it before, I didn't like any of the other hosts. Yeah. They weren't entertaining to me. Uh, I, there was the one, I can't remember his name. Was it the black guy? Yes. Matt Richards. That's he, it. he was the least offensive of, like, the three other people. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I just didn't like any of them. I especially didn't like the British lady. No. No, she got, yeah, she got annoying. Um, But it was, like, Matt Richards and Scott were the only two that I really liked. Like, um, I thought Scott was, like, dumb in a fun way. And, yeah. like, he was obviously putting on, like, an act. Uh-huh. Which, like, I don't know. The other ones just didn't... The other ones seemed like they were just trying to do the same act that Scott did. Yeah. Rather than try and just do their own shtick. Yeah, agreed. And it's like Scott just did that well. Well, I mean, the, the Matt Richards had his own thing with like singing a lot of stuff, so he like had his own little gimmick. But yeah, everyone else just kind of just read the, the teleprompter and yeah. didn't really try to make it their own. But yeah, apparently their final one was um a bit of a shit show. It seems like like yeah th- they were they were all apparently obviously drunk. Um, some of the questions were not great. Um, at one point they, um, they, they were apparently just cursing constantly. I believe it. Um, well, bas- basically talking shit to all the trolls and stuff like that, that yeah. like, were like talking shit about them. Yeah. Um, at the end they popped a bottle of champagne and just sprayed everybody with it. Um, and I, I read one thing that, um, the one guy, Matt Richards, you said, yeah. um, he may have had to actually spend $5 out of his own pocket <laughs> for the prize pool. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I mean that. I get it. I or not get it, but that makes sense. Like if But it doesn't. Like, like he just lost his job. Like Well, no, <laughs> like it makes sense that somebody had to put their own money because they they the reason they are shut down is cuz they're out of money and they don't have funding and the person who was supposed to buy them dropped out last minute. Like I still never understood like how they actually were making enough money to make those prize pools worthwhile early on. They got a lot of money from the uh Twitter buying Vine that they didn't really need the money, and then they were getting uh, sponsorships from like what was one of that rock? Uh, I think they had a Rampage sponsorship. Yeah, no. no. So had- at one point, like like after like I want to say it was like into the first year, they started getting all those like sponsorships with like the Rock and mm-hmm. Nike and like all sorts of shit. Mm-hmm. But it was like before that, where it's like when you're not getting these crazy sponsorships and you're just like ha- running these like shitty ads that nobody gives a fuck about. Where are you actually getting the money to every day give away a thousand dollars? I mean, Twitter gave well, them a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> also, I didn't think about that. Like, uh, so there was an article yesterday in the Wall Street Journal that there's a chance they've found a new buyer and it comes back. And so, reading through that, they had 15 million downloads at one point. Mm-hmm. So, if you put an ad in front of three million people, a lot people are going to give you money for three million views on an ad. That's true. Because there were games like when it was at its peak, there were three, four million people fucking yeah. in a game. Yeah, yeah, that, so, you're not wrong. But but then at the same time, it was like, well, 
I stopped playing because I I would always get to the same point or like the games weren't worth any money. Like yeah, I I I came close to winning once or twice. And then I was like, you know what? I'm glad I didn't win because I'd have 12 cents sitting in my friggin' because you can't cash out till you get to like 20 bucks or whatever. They eventually changed that. Okay, but so even then, what's the point of out cashing out for anything under 20 bucks? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah. I think I did have money in there. I think I did win one, and I had money in there, and it was nothing. And I'm like, well, this sucks. This really isn't worth playing. And it's it was a fun trivia app, but it wasn't worth playing because I wasn't really getting anything out of it. Yeah, makes sense. I won on that one football one and got like $61. Oh, nice. wow. Yeah. That's not bad. It was yeah. like the first year, the first NFL season, like day of right before the first kickoffs, they did a, an all NFL trivia. Yeah. And I aced that thing. I I didn't know that um one of the guys that w- was one of the original two owners died from an overdose in 2018. Yep. Yeah. I did not know that until all this happened, and I, like, read. Uh, yeah, I I mean, I'm sure I heard it, but totally did forget yeah. that that happened. No, I did actually remember that happened. I just, I couldn't remember if it was just one owner that died, or, like, if there were, like, a couple of people that owned it, and one of them died. It was just the one. <laughs> no, no, well, yeah, but there there were two people that yeah, yeah. owned, that's what I didn't know. I didn't know how many people owned the company, like... Yeah. If, like, the entire ownership was dead, or if it was, like, a multi-person ownership. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I know, uh, Scott on Twitter, like. He's been ripping. Yeah, like, 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 he had a very long, like, multi-tweet post about it. Yeah. Um, and then he dug up something from the, like the. Four years yeah, ago. from the owner that's still alive, where it said some, like, he tweeted something like, don't sell your company or something like that, like, several years ago. Um, I guess it was right after the Vine selling. Uh, probably. Um, and then Scott quote tweeted that and said, don't hire this guy yeah. or the, don't let this guy run your company. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, I, it was, it's crazy that it's shut down. Like I did not know that. I, I didn't know they were in bad times. Uh, yeah. Me either. I honestly, I forgot they even existed until all yeah. this happened. Yeah. Like, like I said, I, I, I forgot that the app was still on my phone. Yeah, like, like I have not, I have not opened that game since before Scott left. Yeah, and then when he left, I just uninstalled it. So like, well, he was the only reason I was really even bothering to play anyway. Yeah, like the the games where I came close to winning, I was like you said, like I was going to win a penny. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, anyway, we got some other entertainment related stuff. Um, Disney Plus is getting a Mighty Ducks series. Like a live action sequel series to the movies with Emilio Estevez. Cool. Yeah. Um, so apparently in this one, the ducks are now the like, the, the big team. I can't remember who, who, uh, the, the Hawks. Yeah. They're so, the Hawks so they're the Hawks now. Um, they're the team that's like super competitive and hard to get on and everyone wants to play for them. And so like the shitty kids get cut from the team. And they decide to come up with their own team. And I guess Bombay Coach is one of them? Sure. So, so it's Cobra Kai. Kind of, yeah. Uh, Not really, but I see, I see the connection I, you're yeah. making. The, the, the weird kids join Cobra Kai to learn karate and then become the cool kids. And the cool kids leave Cobra Kai and join uh, uh, Miyagi Dojo. And, and then there's an all-out brawl in a high school? <laughs> And one kid breaks his back. Uh, we don't know that yet. 
Oh, that's totally what fucking happened. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That or he's dead. There, um, I don't think he's dead, but there's no way he walks again. No, definitely not. That show should be back soon, actually. In I a can't. few months? Probably. It's usually April, May, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. This seems like an unnecessary series, but I'm also, I, I enjoy the first two Mighty Ducks enough that I'm okay with it. I, I, I honestly don't know if I've ever seen them all the way through. God, you're the worst. I, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I don't know. I've just never watched them. The I, first never two are good. We never had them when we were kids, I don't think. And we didn't have, like, any of the channels that would show it. But, yeah. Also, I wasn't into sports movies back then. So, all of them are on Disney+. Plus. Okay. I don't think you ever got Disney+. Plus. No, I still don't have Disney+. Plus. It's also got the 1996 animated series. Nice. Yeah. Is that with, like, the actual ducks? Yeah, that's that's with the, the, like, and the ducks. Like, superheroes? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, D1, D2, and D3. Nice. Yeah, no, I, I still don't have Disney Plus, but that's just because Verizon didn't give it to me for free, and so now I'm just, I'm waiting for, um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier to come out, and then I'll get it. Well, get it now so that you can watch all three Mighty Ducks movies, uh, then I'll quiz you next week on it. I don't really need to. You should, though. They're fun. I mean, I can do that when I get it when Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out. <sighs> God, you're just the worst. The worst. Maybe. Even Drew has probably seen the Mighty Ducks. At least one of them. I've definitely seen all three of them look see he has seen three movies and i've seen more than three <laughs> movies i've seen at least four movies just not mighty ducks look i i didn't see any of the rockies until about five years ago jesus and that was um while we were playing have you seen all of them now no which ones have you seen? Uh, one, two, and three, maybe Wait, four. You haven't actually, you don't know for sure that you haven't seen four. Uh, which one was four? Four is with Avi and Drago. No, I haven't seen four. Four is the one where fucking Apollo Creed comes riding a fucking, like, bullhead from the rafters of an auditorium while James Brown sings. Did I, which one did Apollo Creed die in? Four. Was that four? Then maybe I did see it, but I didn't really pay much attention so, to it. Rocky won, he loses to Apollo. Yeah. Rocky 2, he wins against Apollo. And then Rocky 3, Rocky he gets th- trained by Apollo. Yeah, Rocky 3, he beats has- up Mr. T. Yeah. I think Rocky 2 has um, Hulk Hogan in it also, maybe. No, that's Rocky 3. Rocky 3 starts with Hulk Hogan. They're having a boxer versus wrestler exhibition yeah. match. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Rock- then he-, he has to get the eye of the tiger. Apollo helps him with that. They go to California. They run on the beach in short shorts. Yeah, yeah. And he comes back. He beats Mr. T. Um. And then Rocky Four, Apollo comes out of retirement to take on this Russian dude who's pumped full of steroids. Yeah. And that Russian dude murders him in the ring. Yeah. And then Rocky goes to Russia and, like, chops logs and fucking shovels snow. I don't think I've ever actually... I can't... I don't think I did see... Or Four. I did see One, Two, and Three, but we were also playing uh, whatever Monster Hunter was out at the time. So, like, like that was on the background as we were playing Monster Hunter on our... The 3DSs. Yeah. Rocky, Rocky 4 is bad, but fun. It's bad in a good way. Rocky 5 is bad. Don't bother watching it. Doesn't, isn't that the one where he has the robot? No, 4 he has the robot. Okay. Um, 5 is the one. So he basically, at the end of 4, he gets diagnosed with, um, brain damage, essentially. Yeah. Um, he gets told he can't fight anymore. So 5 is him coaching a new ki- uh, like a new boxer mm-hmm. who was like a real boxer who ended up dying in like the late 90s early 2000s of HIV I believe. Mm-hmm. Um but that movie is just it sucks and it ends with them getting into a street fight. Yeah. Um then Rocky Balboa is good though. Yeah. That's the one where he finds out that like he's not brain damaged anymore cuz cuz that can happen. 
Well, it's a, it's the same way that like athletes and stuff like that, like they'll get a diagnosis and then like a few years later, like medical science has just improved. So yeah. like, you know, they find out that like, oh, this isn't the case or like you're okay to like that. That wrestler just came back that had, uh, what's his face? Daniel Bryan? No. Or, oh, Edge. Yeah, him. I saw, yeah. I saw that all over Facebook. Like, yeah. Didn't he retire like eight years ago or something like that? Yep. Because uh, neck injuries that they said, hey, listen, if you ever land on your neck again, you're paralyzed. And now it's like, well, not dead. you know, you are okay to get thrown around again occasionally. Yeah. Um, but that's the one where he, um, he comes back and has one last fight. Yeah. And he, he fights like an actual boxer. Uh, yeah. And then after that, it's Creed, right? Creed one and two. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't fight in those. He just gets cancer. Yeah. He dies in the first one, right? No. Nope. In the first Creed? No. No, nope, I, I don't. thought he did. No, no, he, he got very sick in the, in, in Creed. Okay. And he was going to not do the, um, like the chemo or whatever. But, um, Michael B. Jordan convinces him that he's got to fight because he, Jordan's got to fight. Okay. And then Rocky's there, like, at ringside, like, with him when he fights the, the Irish dude. Right. Okay. And then I, I think Rocky's alive in all of Creed 2. I, I actually haven't seen Creed 2 yet. I keep meaning to and keep forgetting. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't watched the Mighty Ducks movies. They're good movies. And, They're fun. But I, I, I the like... Knuckle Puck with Keenan Thompson, the Bash Brothers, yes, Pacey, Iceland. Yeah, these are just words. Uh, the only words the I recognized was Keenan Thompson. So Pacey is um, fuck Charlie. I don't know. I I cannot think. Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson's okay. name on Dawson's Creek was Pacey. Okay. Because that's a very feminine name, and then Katie Holmes's name on that show was Joey. So it's very, you know, gender swapped. Yeah. Okay. I've but, never watched Dawson's. Was it Dawson's Creek you just said? Yeah. I've never watched. Yeah. Joshua Jackson though, he was like the main kid in all three movies. He 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 was Charlie. Yeah. Like like I've seen little to nothing about. Like I've I've seen few scenes because that was Michael J. Fox, right? No. No. What was that? Wasn't there a hockey movie or a sports movie with Michael J. Fox? And like he didn't want to be the teacher, or was is that the movie I'm thinking about? It just wasn't Michael J. Fox. I, I think that's the one you're thinking about. It just wasn't Michael J. Fox. It's, it's Emilio, Emilio Estevez. Estevez. Okay. He's a lawyer. He gets um a drunk driving. Yeah. He gets like a DUI yeah, and, and then basically he, gets community service to go coach yeah. these kids. And he has to yep. be the coach, and then like that's really all I've, as far as I've ever gotten. And basically, when he was a kid, he was like a star hockey player yeah. for the for the. The Hawks, like the, like the shitty team in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and like apparently he was, apparently at 12 years old, he was good enough that he could have gone on to play in the NHL if he would have kept playing. Because you can tell that when you're fucking 12 years old. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the NHL, they, they start hiring people at like 16 all the time. I don't know, but like, you're draft a t- eligible when you're 18. Yeah. yeah. A, a 12 year old playing peewee hockey is different than like, cause it's not like he was playing high school hockey. Like high school, I could totally see it. Like at that point, you're a little more competitive. But, like, these kids were literally, like, 12 years old. Like, they didn't even have real equipment, like the Ducks, like, yeah. until he started working with them. Yeah. And then then they made up a fake Olympics for kids. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Junior Goodwill Games. Then, 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 for whatever reason, like, it's the kid, it's, it's all the, like, it's all, like, the tough, like, hood kids in L.A. teach them how to play hockey. Like, they forgot how to play hockey. So, like, Keenan Thompson and his brother and all these, like, hood kids teach these fucking kids from Minnesota how to play hockey. Like, they're in fucking Los Angeles. They've never seen snow, and they have to teach the kids from the fucking north how to play hockey. Yep. Like, it's so dumb, but so much fun. 
Well, they were boss ass street hockey player, roller hockey players. That's true. They were like Keenan Thompson did the knuckle puck. They couldn't. They could. It it, w- it didn't work a hundred percent of the time, but it dr- it drove goalies wild because it just made the puck do this. Because physics. <laughs> <laughs> like he would literally he he would get up to the puck, he'd put it on its side, and then hit it, and the puck would like tumble, but it would tumble through the air and like go up and down like it was floating. Mm-hmm. It was the dumbest fucking thing, but it was so much fun. And yep. the flying V made no sense. No. Not at all. Was it Was it in the third? I don't think that anyone ever broke it in the second one. I think it was the third one where the Varsity team just fucking blew them I, over. I have very poor memory of the third one. The third one was bad. That's why. Yeah. Like, the third one, like, it literally says starring Emilio Estevez. He's in it for six fucking minutes. Yeah, they just needed just a did, name. Is, they needed his name. Is the third one where he, like, got called to play, like, in the minors? No, or so he goes and plays in the minors between the first and second one. Oh, okay. And then gets injured and comes okay. back in the second okay. one, and that's where right, they hire right, him to right. do the um, Junior Goodwill games. Okay, yes. Um, the third one is where he was hired as, like, an attorney or something like that for the Junior Goodwill games. Yeah, like, sure. like he was doing something law-related with them while all the kids went to, like, a prep high school. Like, like a boarding school almost, but not one that, like, I think they did actually live on campus. But they were the JV team and they were all like the hot shots because they won the, they won the, the world championship. And yet are only the fucking junior varsity. Yeah. Um, and like they have like a rivalry with the varsity and they're mad because they're not the ducks anymore. They're the Eaton Hall, whatever. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And they, they have this like little like back and forth with the actual, um, varsity team where they keep fucking with each other. And Goldberg's a complete piece of shit and fucking, like, sabotages the good goalie so that he gets to play goalie when he's a shitty goalie. Like, Julie Gaffney was a way better goalie. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> why he's doing drugs now. Yeah, that guy <laughs> is fucking all sorts of arrested and shit. I hope he's in the, the this sequel series. It'll, it'll, he'll be, it'll be, it'll <laughs> take series- place in the 90s and it'll be, uh, this is your brain on drugs commercial and I'll just show him. <laughs> Uh, um, assuming that show runs like nine years and he gets out of jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, more like Disney related stuff. Not uh, it's not a Disney Plus thing. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is getting a re-sequel. Oh, um, I, I called it a re-sequel because reboot, but it's yeah. not really a reboot. It's, it's being called a reboot, but it's a sequel because it's going to be starring Josh Gad as. The son of Wayne Zielinski from the originals. I'm yeah. assuming it's the 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 nerdier son. Okay, because I think he had I, two sons. He, there was he. There was remember. the baby in in Honey. I Honey, blew up blew, the kid. I blew up the baby, and then there was like in the first two, the Honey I Shrunk the Kids. There was the I think there was a teenage girl, and then at least one yeah. son. Yeah, because I remember the son because he was in the Cheerios. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there was I the don't... neighbor kid, maybe, was the other one, because I know, I know there was two teenagers, because there was the, like, love thing with them, but, um, on top of that being a thing that's happening, uh, Rick Moranis is apparently reportedly coming out of retirement to play Wayne Zielinski again. Yeah, he's that's coming, cool. coming out of his on-screen retirement. Yeah, he's only done a handful of voice acting gigs yeah. since the late 90s. Yeah, it's, um, his last on-screen role was in 97. In I think it was in Honey I Shrunk. It was Honey, it was Honey I... We Shrunk Ourselves. He wasn't in Honey We Blew Up the Baby. That was before. So it's Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Honey We Blew Up the Kid, Honey We Shrunk Ourselves. I thought the baby was the third one. Nope. Oh, nope. Baby was the um, second one. It was like eighty nine, ninety three, ninety seven. Okay. No, yeah. I mean, of course, the sequel would be the fa- the reverse thing instead yeah. of making the thing small. True. You make the back thing in big. back in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, the sequel is the reverse. Yep. That's right. 
and then you go back to the well, back to the thing that did real good yeah. the first time for the third one. Well, yeah, I mean, there's back also to, the TV series. Back to the Future went to the past. Back to the Future two went, went to, to the, the future. future, and, and then went, Back to the Future three went way to the into past. the past. That's right. I was reading somebody tweeted this out earlier, and I was reading it, and it was just um. It was so- someday their child is going to learn that there was no reason for the doc to bring Marty to the future at the beginning of the Back to the Future 2 to stop something that hadn't happened yet. <laughs> and then they're just going to wonder why that whole movie had to happen at all. Yeah, I mean... Because there had to be a thousand other ways they could have stopped that. And frankly, like, the thing, like, I don't know. That 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 movie in particular, I enjoy it, but it's very much like the like um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, Indiana Jones did not do anything. No, he didn't. Like, the the Ark killed everybody. The only thing he did was help them find the Ark. Yeah. If he were not involved at all, they would have just taken longer to find the Ark and then probably still had the same outcome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't really do much to help them find the Ark because he found it first and they followed him. Yeah. And, it, yeah, if it weren't, they were, like, five feet off from the right spot. To I think they were actually further than that. But Like, like I think they were, like, their site was over here and then the site where it actually was was like over a hill the other direction. Yeah. They would have eventually found it. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's totally true. And then of course, at the beginning of the movie, he's just stealing something from indigenous people. Oh yeah, that is yeah. He's yeah. just straight up stealing an idol from indigenous people. Like he that But it belongs in a museum. It belongs where he got it from. So to be fair, I feel like at the beginning of the movie, he probably didn't quite realize that there were actually still people like there. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like his like take of it belongs in a museum. I don't think it it it, it took time to evolve into that. Like, I don't think he did. He say that in Raiders. He did, but also, if I remember correctly, the guy at the beginning of Raiders, the dude that was like the his like rival throughout that movie was there. Was he? Yeah, like I'm pretty sure he sent the natives. After him. Okay. It's been a while since I watched Raiders. Me too. I, 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 and even, uh, The Last Crusade, I think I've seen Temple of Doom more so, more recently than I had seen the other two. Yeah, I definitely, um, as I've grown older, I like Temple of Doom more and more. Mm-hmm. Like when I was younger, I did not like it as much as the other two. I, and that makes sense because that movie's a lot darker and a lot more adult themed. It's also just very different. Yeah. Like it's not like this grand like adventure. Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's like it, it has like uh, the the more adult type of stuff and less of like the Indiana Jones being Indiana Jones. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Rick Moranis is back potentially at least for one more movie. I mean, I was saying before, if I remember correctly, he retired from acting after his wife passed away to yeah. take care of his kids. Yeah, that was twenty three years ago. Yeah, his- even if his youngest child was a baby. They're a full-blown adult now. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have to take care of them, so he could act if he wanted to. Yeah, but he might just not want to do it. Like, I mean, it it makes you question, like, what has he been doing over the past twenty-something years? That motherfucker probably gets some nice royalties. Oh yeah, I'm sure he gets some great money off of all the other freaking movies he was in. Yeah, like he was in so many things. He did. He did do a bunch of voice work and stuff like that. Like, I'm sure he he had enough money set aside that. Yeah. And he he also probably did, like, writing and stuff like that, too. Yeah. Because, like, he was a comedian, too. Like, he did stand-up. Yeah, and he probably did, like, local stand-up and uh, toured on occasion. I, I actually think I might have heard that he did, like, do, like, not major tours, but, like, small local stand-up shows. Oh, yeah, he may have popped in. his kids. Yeah. And, like, got money from that stuff, too. Possible. 
Um, so Lock and Key. We, we talked yeah. about it very briefly last week. Yeah, I had watched it. You had watched the first episode. Yep, I have finished it since. Nice. True. Have you watched it at all? No. Figured. Do you know anything about it? Uh, no. Um, basic premise before we spoil everything for it is, um, uh, family, the father passed, the father gets killed in this family. And so the mother decides to take the kids away from their home in Seattle to the father's childhood home in, um, I think it's like New England ish area. It's Massachusetts. It's Massachusetts, right. It's not far from Boston. No. And, um, to learn more about his past and just to, for a new fresh start after he had been murdered in front of all their eyes um by a so he is a guidance counselor at a high school yeah and he's murdered by one of his troubled students that he was actually trying to help yeah um and so while in this house known as key house because uh, they're the locks uh the kids find magic keys that do stuff and then antics ensue and then it gets really serious well i mean it doesn't really get super serious until like episode seven well that's what i mean though like yeah. antics ensue and then it gets serious. Like it takes, um, it the tone changes between from on episode seven. Yeah, and then like it kind of like loosens up by episode ten, but it's still like the way it ends, it's still serious because like pretend like because because of what they did. Yeah, I mean, I so I mean, just I guess spoil spoilers now for Lock and Key. If you haven't watched all of it, like stop listening to this. Yeah, skip ahead like ten minutes. Um. Yeah, I thought the ending was actually like I did not expect the ending. I I expected one of the kids to get hit with the beams of light. So that yes, I expected to happen. But but it was the and like it wasn't until like they actually put her in the doorway that I was like, that's not her. Yeah, so it was right around that point where I looked over at Erica. I'm just like, I don't think that was her. Yeah, I think that was the the other lady. Yeah. Um, and it turned out that is exactly and, what and happened one, when they started saying like we can't find her we can't <coughs> find her like yeah they, they they locked her in there like she had the key to change yeah. people and then erica actually called that the one kid was her too oh uh, i that is that is something that i didn't think about until they showed it so like, when that, he like kind of like when they started going through the processes of like cueing you closer to that i was like oh fuck as soon as they showed him riding his bike at the end erica said Oh, I bet he's he's her too with the face key thing. Yeah. I'm just like no, because he was also like he was a student before she got there. Like they said he was new too. I'm like, oh, but they don't say how new he is. Yeah. So I guess yeah, he could have like been a transfer student like the same week that she was. Uh, I mean, within the same week, yeah, because like she she couldn't get out the well until. Yeah, Bodie let Until her Bodie out. Until gave her the, and the, that, the Anywhere key. That was the first week they were in the house because he didn't have school the first yeah. week. Yeah, so he, this new kid was... I Like, I want to go back and see, like, because were they in school the day he lets her out? I can't remember. Well, he lets her out at night, if I yeah. remember correctly. But, like, they, like, the, the brother and sister were in school. The sister had not yet gone to the... The movie club people, though. Yeah. I forget what they called themselves. So she hadn't met what's his name yet. She only, yeah. she only met the ice cream kid. Yeah. Um, and you know what? They were already in school when he f- had, when he let her go because he was showing her the anywhere, he was trying to show her the anywhere key, uh, in the first episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He like, her go at the he end. got, he got the key at the, yeah, I can't remember if it was the first or second episode, but yeah, he yeah. got the key like right away. 
Yeah, so it, it it's it's interesting. Like I, that's something that I didn't even really think about, and I just like was like, oh, it, it, that's what they did. But yeah, he he was just as new as them, but was somehow integrated into this group of friends that quickly. Um, yeah. I, th- what'd you think of the series overall? I actually really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. cause it was, it was a good balance, like you said, of sort of like goofy hijinks with actual sort of character build and development. Like horror and dramatic yeah. stuff with like the character development in there. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like you had like, like anytime that the kids were just like messing with the keys and finding out what they did was, was interesting. And then yeah. you had like people being murdered or, all the weird drama with, like, the brother and the sister, like, as they're kind of, like, acclimating to their school. Like, yeah. And then, like, all of the times where they showed us things that happened previously, like, the more they showed us of the, uh, what was his name, Sam, the kid that murdered the dad? Yeah. Like, later on, like, in the second half when they spend, like, an episode literally showing us, like, his backstory, and then finding out that, like, he was basically, like, almost brainwashed into it. Because it definitely seemed like when they used the the head key on him and, like, his, like, inner self came out, like, he seemed genuinely remorseful at that moment about it. Yeah. Like, about, like, everything he had done. Yeah. It's... Like, it it was a very stark difference to how he had been 30 seconds prior before they they put the key in his head. Yeah. And it was... Like he it, he he probably didn't really know what he was doing. I I am curious as to how like she got to him from that far away. I that's the one thing I didn't understand. I mean, she's a demon. Yeah, but she was stuck in the well, or should have been stuck in the. Well. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was just something like with. Yeah, I don't know, but it, I like I did think that whole thing and like the conf- the confrontation between the the oldest brother and him at the end. Where, like, the the kid was, like, yelling at him, like, I thought you were my friend. And the brother's just like, I was your friend. We were trying to fucking help you, you idiot. Yeah. Then you murdered my father. Yeah. Um, and how his outcome, how he's not actually dead. But, like, now he, I think he technically is now. Yeah, because, like, he, his body is dead. And depending on what they do with it, if they dig him, if they dig him a grave or, or, or burn, uh, uh, whatever it is. Well, I uh, like I got the impression from Bodhi that if the door gets closed, that severs the connection to your body. You can't go back to it. I don't. It's hard to say because well, because he specifically said to his sister, "Don't close this door." I I think what it might be like he did say that, and I can understand thinking that. But I think what it might be like if you close the door, the door needs to be opened up again before you can get into your body. Like the door needs to be open for you to get to your body. But like if. Because he was able to go into the house as the ghost, he just yeah. wasn't able to go back to his body. Yeah, he had to go through the door that he exited. But as soon the as they game. close the door, Sam doesn't come through the wall. Like the door's closed and he's just gone. But he's fl- he was floating in out in the outside. No, but he was he was racing towards the the door again. Yeah, and the closed, paramedic closed it. They closed. The he door. didn't come through the door. He couldn't go through the door. No, no, no. But he didn't come through the wall. Like, Bodhi just floats through the wall because they're yeah. a ghost. I think when that door closed, it, like, severed his connection. Like, I think he, I think he is actually dead. I, I, and that, that might be something that they get into next season if there isn't a second season. Yeah, I hope there's a second season. Because it might be that, like, they might open the door and he might fly through and be stuck in a grave. Yeah, I'm actually, I, I want to read the comic. I want to yeah. at least read the first volume to just to see how close it is to, 
to the show. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm curious, like, because I, I think we talked about it last week. There's, like, six volumes or something like that. seven, yeah. <coughs> so I'm just, I'm curious, like, will they try and do, like, a volume a season as long as it's popular enough? Or? Yeah. I, it, that would be interesting. I, I, I want to, I hope they get a second season because, like, the, the way they ended that, I was just like, shit's going to hit the fan big time. Um, it's, it, it was cool. It was a cool show. It, it, like, it pulled me through. It's one of the few shows that actually, like, to me was binge worthy. Like, I watched it in, like, two sittings. Yeah, we watched a bunch of it over the weekend. Um, but we were basically watching, like, one or two a day. Yeah. Um, just because they're, they were hour long and, like, we were doing other stuff too. So, yeah. but I think it was, like, Saturday or Sunday we watched, like, three or four of them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's a good show. I agree. Um, so, E3 is a little bit smaller than it was already. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Keighley announced that he is not going to be attending at all this year. This is the first time it shows 25 years that he won't be there. Yeah, there's only a handful of, like, known media that have been to everyone. It's like... Yeah. It's, it's Jeff Gersman, um, Andy McNamara, and probably, like, three or four other people. Yeah. Um, if even that many. Yeah. And Keeley was one of them, and... Not yeah. anymore. And, and his tweets sounded like he was just like the, he was conflicted as to whether or not he should go. Well, he like he he wasn't just going to E3. He was actually working directly with the ESA to put on a show at E3. Mm-hmm. Like he did the Coliseum stuff, where it wasn't like in the convention center. I think it was like right outside or across the street. It was in one of those like other areas that's like in that downtown okay. section. But um, like. He he did the talk last year, the year before, with Todd Howard and Elon Musk. Like he he did a bunch of kind of high profile stuff um, yeah. on YouTube that like probably wasn't drawing a ton of views, but comparative to like every other outlet that's doing consistent E three coverage, yeah. But still, probably drawing enough that it's you know it's a loss for E three. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but like at this point, like he does the Game Awards, which are not the same as E three, but like are having big reveals and bigger and bigger reveals every year. Um, he also does a bunch of stuff for Gamescom, which is arguably a bigger, I'm not even arguably it. 100% is a larger show than E3. Yeah. Like even before E3 started kind of falling to pieces, like Gamescom is huge. Yeah. E3 just really isn't what it used to be. And like, it's because gaming has gotten so big that you do have all these other things. Well, I mean, a lot of these other things, so like Gamescom and TGS and stuff, like they've all been going on for years. Yeah. It's like E3 was the American show. Like that, yeah. that was the big show that it was leading. Like E3 is basically the show that led into like Gamescom. Like people revealed things at E3 to then show them off more at Gamescom before they would release in the fall. Yeah. Um, but like in a lot of cases, it seems Microsoft is the only company that's still kind of dedicated to that because their biggest market is the U.S. Like they're headquartered three hours away. It's not a big deal to get there. Yeah. Um, for like, we talked about it a few weeks ago, like for Sony, like their people in charge are all European now. They don't want to fly to LA. They're just, if they go anywhere, they're just going to fly to fucking, um, Germany. Yeah. Do Gamescom or Paris Games Week. Like. You know, a three or four hour flight to another country from wherever they're at is way better than the 12 hours it takes to get from Europe to yeah. LA. Yeah, and, and most of like the big companies, they're doing their own releases, not at, like they're doing, like Sony's doing their, um. Sony doesn't have anything. Well, I, but that's what I'm saying. Like they do their own thing. They do their, uh, PlayStation 
uh, whatever it is. Experience? Ex- well, no. The, their the videos. State of play. Oh, the state of play. oh, I'm that, sorry. That's the thing that's killed that's, E3. That's, that's what I was that, saying. Yeah. Like, pe- companies YouTube, they just all have their own YouTube. Yeah. They yeah. can just put but, trailers like, out whenever. They- PlayStation hasn't done anything good with their state of plays yet. Like, they haven't no. had any, like... Like, I think the biggest one was the one last fall when they had a couple... Like, they had, like, a, a longer teaser for Last of Us in it. Yeah. But, like, most of them have been, like, here's some mediocre games that are coming out. I, it's... 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 their things, though. Like, yeah. here's... It's what they're working they on. They don't have anything big coming out right now because yeah. they're leading up to the console launch. Yeah. yeah. And that they could just, instead of instead of going to E3 and, and spending all this money at E3 to show it off, they could do a state of play, put it up on YouTube, and although it's not a lot of money, they could make more money showing this thing on YouTube than they would be showing this thing on I think I think one of E3. the big differences there, too, is like them not going to E3 is also like... They're not getting the they're not getting coverage on their games the same way either. Yeah. Because like yes, like to for us E three was the the press conferences where things were revealed and yeah. you know, that got a whole bunch of press. If they're just doing a state of play on a random Tuesday in August, that's that's a single day news cycle. That's it. Like there's gonna be articles about it for that one Tuesday and then no one's talking about it again. With E three, it's a week where that same thing is gonna be brought up fifty fucking times. Well, but also the the flip side is unveiling random game at E3 also gets drowned out by the 500 other things that are happening oh, yeah. at E3. So, so to do Sony's, a random thing and, on a Tuesday in April gets a whole day's news cycle as opposed to five minutes. And yeah. 450 of those other things that are being shown at E3 are at least a year plus out. Yeah, and I mean, like, for what Sony had for 2019, yes, like, they had nothing last year, like, of note that released. But, like, this year, with a console launch, it just seems silly not to be out in front of it at every place you could be. Like, but I I feel like E3 has shrunk even, like... No, it has. Like, viewership and and care for E3 has even... I don't know if viewership has gone down that much, but, like, any if you listen or watch any coverage of it... They all talk about how empty it is. Mm-hmm. Like there are entire halls that aren't even yeah. used anymore in the convention center. Like yeah, like so- Giant Bomb, it's literally recorded podcasts on the floor where they literally just sat down in an empty space of the floor and recorded a half hour podcast. Yeah. So, like you said, it, it's cheaper for them just instead of flying their heads over to L.A., which is a twenty four hour flight. It's like twelve hours plus time zones, which is another thirteen hours. Seven. Yeah, it's a five hour difference between here and London. Eight. Right, I think it. Wait, is it eight? Well, it'd be eight between L.A. and London. Okay, yeah. So I was gonna say it's like an eight-hour flight there, but it's a five-hour time difference. So thirteen. Yeah, but like to send them out here and then to hire people to build up a stage and everything out there, or they can just send them two hours away into Germany for Gamescom and have stuff. Yeah, no, I get it. World's cheaper. I get it. It's just I don't know. And and I feel like with the with the launch or with the announcements of the PS5 and and the Xbox Series X whatever whatever the fuck they're calling it now like, Xbox it's X, the next generation of Xboxes are called Xbox um, yeah it's like whether they show it at E3 or not whether they show it at all of them or not it's still going to get the publicity that it's going to get no matter what so the console will but I was more talking like the games that. 
like the first party stuff that they're going to have to have to launch with it because they they need to launch the system with something big. Um, because if they don't launch it with something big first party and it's a five hundred dollar console, like people are not even though that's a completely reasonable price at this point. If you look at like the cost of other consoles with inflation and all, mm-hmm. um, people are going to be upset if it's a four hundred and ninety nine dollar console. If the only thing it launches with is like that year's Madden and games that came out on the PS4. And from what I'm hearing on the Xbox front that you don't necessarily need the new Xbox to play the new Xbox games. Yeah. Like, like both if, of them are just if, going in weird directions. If, if Sony is doing that same thing as well, they're not really going to like sales for these new consoles aren't really going to hit what they want to hit. At least until you get games that really can't run on these current consoles. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. Like, like I'm, I, I don't know about, I, I don't know if you both have a PS Pro, but the only reason I'm gonna get a PS5 is because I don't have a PS Pro, and my PlayStation can barely run what I play now. Yeah, I don't have a a Pro. Yeah. So, I mean, neither, neither do I. The thing that really is pushing me to kind of want to launch PS5 is the rumored full backwards compatibility. Like, yeah, that that will be yeah. cool if it works. Yeah. If that's a thing, like, I'll probably go get one day one. Yeah. I don't fucking care what's on there day one. I imagine Sony's got something. When God of War was two years ago. 2018, yeah. Yeah, so was Spider-Man. But, and you figure, like, Last of Us is coming out this year on PS4. Ghost of Tsushima is this year on PS4. Days Gone was last year. Um, I don't know what Japan Horizon, Studios... You know what? I would not be shocked if Horizon 2 gets announced as a PS5 launch title. Maybe, because that came out 2017? Yeah. And what, the only thing we've heard Guerrilla Games involved in since then is helping with fucking uh, Death Stranding. Yeah, we we know that they've been working on a sequel because there have been leaks about it over the last three years. Mm-hmm. Th- there's been major Monster Hunter support with Horizon content, so... Yeah. They're working on something. Yeah. Um, but it, like you figure this year actually has a bunch of Sony first party games coming out that I could see them leaning on those for PS5 because they'll run better on that hardware if it, at, assuming it's backwards compatible, which I think yeah. they confirmed PS4 games are definitely backwards yeah. compatible. Uh, I'm pretty sure they've said, like Microsoft is doing supposedly with Xbox, is that even like controllers and shit are. Yeah. Yeah. Forward compatible, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, why would I, like, at this point, like, if that console is $600 and there's nothing worth buying for it at launch that is only available on it, why spend $500 when I can buy Last of Us and just play it on my PS2 or my PS4? Definitely can't play it on my PS2. Not, no. Are you, have you tried? Um, well, I don't have one, so I definitely couldn't do it. I'll, I'll go get my, like, original fat PS2 and you can try it on Last of Us. Alright, we'll, we'll see what happens to your PS2 after that. Yeah. We'll just fucking melt. Maybe. Um, but yeah, like, why, why spend $500 to play a $60 game that, like, I can play on my existing console? Yeah. I, and it, that's what it seems like new consoles are gonna be from here on out are just, like, the pro editions of the previous. So, like, PS5 is just the PS4 Pro Pro. Like, that's really what it's looking like. Well, it sounds... And, uh, the jump in technical stuff between the current generation and the next is actually pretty massive. Yeah, and th- they're actually putting focus on things that were that they found to be an issue on the Pro. 
So aside from things being more powerful, they're also focusing on like cooling and stuff like that because the fans and stuff were such an issue on their pros. Mm-hmm. They ran so hot and they ran so loud that like their people constantly joke that their PlayStation Pros sounded like fucking jet engines t- yeah. starting. Eric's does. Uh, yeah. Although from PS5 and the next Xbox on, yeah, I don't really know like what generations are going to be on consoles yeah i will i don't know that they'll name a new xbox after this they'll just you know iterate on it they'll just be iterating on this exact hardware but you know they've said that the last two generations and like they keep finding a way to just make a new generation so it's almost like one of those it's i think if consoles still keep selling at a generation they'll keep finding a way to make a new generation because it's a surefire way to get sales. The minute that those sales diminish to a point where it's not worth that sort of marketing and effort, that's when they'll probably True. drop it. True. Because if you just tell, like, I'm sure that the Xbox One X and the, and I know the PlayStation's actually, the pros sold well. Like, a lot of people bought them, but I'm sure it's not the same amount of people that bought PS4s and Xbox One's no. base because people are looking at it like, oh, it's just like an upgraded version of what I already have. I can still play all the same things. But if you just tell them, it's like, oh, yeah, no, this is the new one that's only going to play the new games. Even if it's not that much more powerful, people are going to buy it. Like, they don't want to be locked out of the next, you know, Halo or Gears or Uncharted or whatever the fuck they do. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So you finally started playing Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, the Monster Hunter. Also, Spider-Man is hyphenated, you fucking monster. I thought I hyphenated it. Nope. I've hyphenated it everywhere else I've mentioned it. It's all lowercase and not hyphenated. Uh, I was running this quick. Um, Superman, one word. Batman, one word. Spider-Man, hyphenated. Look, I, uh, that's fine. That's fine. He doesn't actually see it. If Peter Parker were here right now and saw it, I would apologize to him. Not apologizing to you, okay? Um... But yeah, I, uh, the Monster Hunter event ended, uh, last week on Thursdays. So I was like, alright, let me jump into Spider-Man. Um, that, that game, it's a fun game. Uh, I'm, I'm getting used to the combat style. Like, I, I, Eric has told me multiple times that I have to slow down because I was having issues with combat, but he's like, you gotta slow down. You gotta slow down. Yeah, it's not Batman combat. It's not just like, kinda like pound away and stun well, and jump and. Well, even Batman combat was very, like, I took it very slow. Cause oh, really? Like, the slower you took it, the better you did because you could build up the combos. And it is very much Batman combat because if it's you were this... working on building up those high, um, high combos to get stronger the same way Spider-Man does, you needed to, like, take it one button press at a time. See, I, I played them both very differently. I, I, like, after, like, cause when it comes to Spider-Man, you think Spider-Man, he's a jumpy guy, he moves around a lot, he's fast. Whereas Batman, or at least those Batman games, like, he's, like, more bulkier, and he is, like, dexterous, but he's more, like, punch somebody in the face really hard, punch the next person in the face. So I just took it, like, slower, and, like, dodged around and punched and dodged and punched. Whereas, like, I don't know, sometimes, the, like, the dodging and stuff, like my biggest issue are are the 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 um the brutes the big guys. See, they were tough in the beginning, but once you start getting some gadget upgrades, they become that. That's my other problem is I wasn't really using gadgets that much because I didn't like I didn't like the process of changing the gadgets mid so combat. What I always did, and this might not work for you, um, I always I usually had the um the power up that um healed you. 
mm-hmm. like the the double the double stick press that like I forget what it was, but it basically like gave you like a like a a hyper mode where like your your health just kept your restoring. Your focus bar keeps going up. Yes, uh, and so then you could keep healing yourself. Yeah. Um. Be- That's the base um costume. Yeah, I usually had that power. So I, because ha- you can assign that power to any costume. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you can go in there and like once you unlock a costume, you can actually assign powers to it. I've I haven't bought any new costumes besides the one that you you start with because I'm like I really like this look. So it's that I actually played the whole game with that look. Yeah. It wasn't until the end of game where I started messing with the other costumes because some of the other costumes are super cool. Yeah. Um. But there, one of the other um suitabilities is like the web spray, where you just you do like a I, like a web fountain or something like that. It's basically when you get bum rushed by a bunch of guys, you spin in a circle and just spray webs everywhere, and it just puts them all against the wall and yeah. finishes it right away. Um, I, I swapped between those two suit powers, but then I always just kept like impact webbing on, um, and I would use that first on to like just pin people to walls and stuff like that when there was like a group of them. Yeah. And then as I was, like, jumping or, like, swinging around to hit somebody, that's when I would change to another um, gadget if needed. Yeah. I I alternate currently between tripwire webbing, the bomb web, and then the, the heavy web, the impact web. Like, so if you don't know this already, um, the dudes on jetpacks... I haven't even gotten a dudes on jetpacks right. yet. Eventually there's dudes on jetpacks, the zipline webs... Awesome against them. Zipline webs are awesome against anything except the brutes. So the zip, so the the guys on jetpacks are a pain in the ass because they're in the air the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, the easiest way to get them is to just sneak up on them, hit them with the zipline, and it pins them to the ground, and they're done. You don't even have to sneak up on them. You can just hit them with the zipline in combat. So if you do it while, if you do that, so normally the 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 um guys with the jetpacks are. There's also, like, half a dozen guys on the ground with guns and, like, big cannons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you can just jump... You can, like, literally cl- climb up on a building, hit the three guys with jetpacks real quick, and then jump in and take everybody else out. Yeah. It just makes it... It, it makes it an easier, cleaner fight. Yeah. But I, so, like, I was having issues with the combat to start, and I was, like... I wasn't... I was getting frustrated. I wasn't really liking it. But, like, I, I've gotten used to it to a point where I'm, like, this combat's fun. Um, I was very tense and stressed when swinging around, and now I've gotten, like, the rhythm of it and learned it. Oh, better. yeah, the swinging's the best part. But, like, when you first start swinging, it's kind of like, like, for me at least, I was like, all right, I have to, like, like, it's now second nature to me, whereas before, like, I have to think about it and I have to know where I'm, I to, like, it, it was tough. Oh, at, see, I, I feel like the, the swinging for me was very natural. The combat took a little while to kind of get the hang of. Like, I was not good at the combat early on, but the swinging, I... Got right away. Well, well, and like now, like after playing for however many hours I've played. So where are you at in the game? I'm just under halfway through. Uh, The, 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 what's it called? The terrorist attack had just happened. Um, I dealt with the stuff with Tombstone. Um, Have you met Miles yet? I've met Miles and uh, talked to Aunt May about him becoming a worker at Feast. Like. So the, the, the thing at the thing with his dad already happened. Yeah, the terrorist attack happened. Okay. Oh, right. That is the same thing. Yeah. Has Silver Sable showed up yet? Yes. Okay. Like, I'm I'm about half. Like you were close sto- to the jetpack dudes showing. Story up completion is forty nine percent. Did the train thing happen yet? Train thing? Probably not. Okay. If, if, if you don't want to talk about it, it hasn't happened. Um, I, I I did do a part with MJ where you're going through Tombstone's thing and they're working on something in his chop shop. Have you done the Miles part yet? Where you do, where you have to um, it's the it's an MJ scene, but you're Miles. Well, that was during the terrorist attack. No, there's another one. Oh, then no. 
Okay. Thanks for spoiling it now. Come on now. I already told you where I'm at. No, so, like, I'm, I, I, I don't remember the, the order that everything happened in. I played it two years ago. Yeah. I went through, I, I went through, uh, a situation in a tower where I had to defend one of the C, the CFO of Oscorp, um, from. So Osborne. Uh, no, the CFO, not the CEO. I don't remember that. Uh, he, he was, it, it was, um, started off, was it sneaking? No, it wasn't sneaking, but it ended up being you had to run up the elevators and stuff. Oh, right, right, right. I do remember that now. And then, and then, like, when you get to the penthouse, it is sneaking, but I fucked up, so I ended up just fighting everything. So, that's a super easy platinum? Like, that game is just easy to get platinum That is the one thing I really love, is that, like, not everything is available right away. It slowly unlocks. Yeah. And, like, I am doing everything because of the way it unlocks. Yeah, so... Some of the collectibles are a little tedious, like the backpacks and stuff like that. Backpacks. But they're also neat, because if you look at all of them, there's, like, fun, like, little... Yeah. Like, the backpacks, I did right away. Like, once they unlocked the backpacks, did the backpacks. Once they unlocked the landmarks, it did the landmarks. The things that were the pain in the asses were the friggin' pigeons. Yeah. The fucking pigeons sucked. Or at least the first one. The first one, I had to run that pigeon, like, six times before yeah. I, like, actually got it. The rest of them, I didn't fail. Yeah, I, I wasn't huge on the Harry things, the, um... The science. There were two. The 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 pollution collection ones were annoying, but besides that, the rest of them were just they were benign. They I, were just like they were they they were they weren't much of it. I don't like the taskmaster master stuff much either. I don't hate it. The it's, so the stealth ones are fun, but it's very hard to actually get three stars. I haven't done this, a stealth one yet. I've done a brawler, and I cannot get beyond 40,000 points just above silver, and gold is like 60,000 points. Um, but everything else, I haven't, like I said, I didn't do stealth, but everything else, I can tend to get gold within, like, the first five tracks. Yeah, like, I, I was very bad at, I can, I, I can get two stars on the, um, the stealth's fine, mm-hmm. and the bomb ones most of the time bombs i are bombs i can gold within the first shot is it um, was it bronze silver gold or bronze silver gold yeah okay it's, and it's it's one three and then six tokens well it's one token two tokens three tokens but it like you get up you get to silver, six if you get you, all three stars if you get silver you get three because you get the one for bronze and then two yeah. for silver the ones that i could never do well were the follow the drone ones those ones suck. Those ones take a while for me to, like, I'm always just under, so I have to rerun it. Yeah. I, I find those more fun. Oh, you know? I hate like, those. I find them fun, like, learning the track to have to do it the best and fastest way, and zip lining is the quickest way to get those done. Zip lining yeah. and, 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 pull, like, pressing X while in the air. Yeah. Like, those are the two quickest ways. Yeah, I just, I, I hated those ones. The, all the brawler ones were super easy. Um, I, I can't get golden brawlers. But... Bra- brawlers, I, I was able to get golden. So you get more points, the more gadgets you Okay, so, so that's probably why. So literally, the more ridiculous bullshit you do in the fight ones, and it's the same thing for um the DLC, if, if you get the DLC. I have the game of the year, so I do have the DLC. Yeah, so the DLC is a different person giving you tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, but those brawler ones are all about, like, making, like, the biggest spectacle you can. Okay. Um... So the um the gravity thing is really good in the DLC ones. Okay. Because you sh- you throw the gravity thing down it knocks all the guys into the air and then you can just pick them off with like impact webbing and zip lines. Okay. Um, now that I know that, I can go back and try it and try to get golds because I like I was just I thought it was more like you got to fight them and take them down as fast as possible. So it, it, it's quickness but also style basically. Okay. 
Um, but if you want the platinum, I think I told you this before, use those challenge tokens to unlock suits before you, like, basically do the math. See what you need to unlock suits before you put them into a bunch of gadgets. Mm -hmm. Because what basically happens is there are more upgrades than um, there are tokens. So you can't actually do everything. Yeah. And if you, um, or I'm sorry, you can do everything, but you basically need to three-star every challenge in order to do it. Yeah. Um, which is, as you've seen, kind of hard. Yeah, but I, like I said, the only hard part is right now for me is the brawler ones. Now that I know to use gadgets, maybe maybe I can go back and try it. And I also it. didn't like any of the challenges enough to keep doing them over and over and over again till I got good at them. So it was like the stealth ones were the only ones that I actually had fun with. Yeah. So like I, I, I redid those a bunch. I love doing stealth stuff in general in that game. I think there's only like two or three of the there's, stealth I think it's challenges. Two, and they're both. Um, uh, next to next to Central Park, um, east side of, or west side of Central Park. One of them is like on the docks. I know that much. Yeah, and it's at night, and I think it's actually the same area where you meet Miles's dad the first time. Like it's it's yeah. that layout, yeah. but that one I actually found fun. But yeah, it that the that game that game has a fun story. Yeah, it like Eric was talking to me about it, and he said that like it takes a turn, like it's super comic booky. Then it takes a turn and it's very dark from that point on. And I can understand that. Um, I'm, and obviously don't say anything. I, I feel like it's going to happen during the game, but I just, I can't wait to fight Doc Ock. Uh, what? He's your friend. I like know he's he, helping you. I know he's going evil. I know he's going evil in this. You don't know that. He is. Or at least, I mean, they've hinted at it already. I've gotten far enough to that point. Man, those little hacking mini games are tedious as fuck too. I, I they're like fun. Them. Like they're they're fun when they're not a requirement. Like I like yeah. going to the lab and just doing them well, sometimes. The ones that are a requirement are just too easy. Yeah, that's why they're like why a they're hassle because they take a little while yeah. and because there's always like four or five of them in a row. Yeah, but like the ones that you do to get the extra research points and just to get the extra experience, I'm I like. I like the the the, the um, substance ident- identification ones, the spectrum ones. Those were neat. I actually enjoyed the circuit board ones. The circuit board ones are really cool, but they're very basic to me. Like some of the later to, ones got a little more challenging. Like, like the the challenge for me is figuring out the numbers for pluses and minus. That's really it. I've never had really an issue. The the ones that like rack my brain are the spectrum ones and trying to figure out the substances. It's just like it is. It's like pattern pattern like noticing and making that i'm just like this is this isn't really something i've ever really had to do and this is fun yeah. like I, like those mini games are really cool and if they created a game just of those mini games like like um like gwent like a, like a candy <laughs> a candy crush type of game with just those i'd be i'd i'd go for it yeah. have you done the pictures yet um what what do you, what pictures so um one of the trophies is to take pictures at a bunch of spots um, which some of the spots are actually like, like it's on the map, like photo spots. Well, there's like the landmarks. Yeah. Yeah. Those where you're supposed to go take a picture yeah, at the, the landmarks. Those, those unlocked right away. Yeah. I was just asking if you did them. Yeah. Um, and that, I think one of the trophies is actually to stand on Avengers Mount or Avengers tower. I did that already. I um, did that by accident. Did you find uncle Ben's grave? No, I did not do that. I'm assuming it's at the graveyard. So there, I think there's two graveyards. Maybe not. Uh, it's. I'd, I want to say it's the far, no, like it's the northwest mm-hmm. of the island. I believe. Um, it is really hard to find his grave in there. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, don't look up a video. Why? Because the there is one video 
that spoils the game that I know of. Because okay. I had the game spoiled for me because of this video. Because okay. it was supposed to be showing me how where the grave was in the graveyard, and I just could not find it. And it was a spo- it it the the video as a whole included a major spoiler. Okay, so and uh, I I didn't know that that was a trophy, so I wasn't I, I wasn't really. I don't remember if it's a trophy or if it's just one of the things that you're supposed to find. But yeah, there's a no, yeah, it is a trophy. It's like taking a picture with Uncle Ben's grave. Yeah, so I haven't I I that wasn't something that I've it's it's like a, a hidden trophy at this point. So, yeah, because I've looked through the trophy list. Yeah, so I actually looked when I was getting near the end. I looked at the actual yeah. trophy list, like like on PSM profiles, to see what I was missing. Yeah, and I'll do that like after I beat the game, like I did with um, God of War. Like, what do I have left? Is it easy to do? Sure, I'll do it. Which most likely, what I'll have left to do is unlock all the costumes and take a picture at Uncle Ben's grave because I do everything as they unlock. Yeah, and luckily with the costumes, if you so you don't have you don't uh, you obviously don't have to hundred percent the DLC to get the platinum. Yeah. Um, but if you run out of challenge tokens before you can get all the costumes, you get the chance to get more challenge tokens in the DLC. Yeah. So you can kind of like finish it off that way. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a fun game. I, I excuse me, I enjoy it. Um, I. I feel like I'm playing way too fast. It's it's a very it's actually not a very long game or I mean it's like a 20 25 hour game if I remember correctly maybe 30 but it's one of those games where everything kind of goes so quick that like you do like three missions because each mission doesn't feel long but then it's been like 5 hours. Yeah. Like my problem is like I'm doing everything like I'm doing all like the thug and 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 crime things and everything as they unlock that I'm afraid that once I actually beat the game, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have anything to do. And I like, I like, I do, now that I know how to swing and I'm more comfortable with it, I do like just swinging around the city. Well, keep in mind, once you finish the game, there's the DLC, so the more stuff you have finished in the, the game proper, the easier the DLC, not the easier the DLC is gonna be, but the more kind of sense a lot of that will make. Yeah. So, like, if you take care of all the kingpin hideouts or whatever else there are... Yeah. Because so, I think there's somebody... No, the other hideouts are in the DLC, so I don't want to spoil that. Well, it's the kingpin hideouts and the um the 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 demon hideouts are the only two that I've done, so... Yeah, I believe there is another set of hideouts in the DLC. Or maybe I'm thinking of the demons. I could be thinking of the demons, but... Have you done a museum scene yet? Yeah, that was that was early on. Like, with, with MJ? Yeah. Have you done the train station yet? No. There's a cool one. There's a cool sequence in um, Grand Central Station later on. Well, is that the fight with Shocker? No, because Shocker's in a bank. I thought. No, I mean, I th- it was it. It was a bank. It was a big open area. So yeah, I no, no. Maybe so it was Grand Central. The the Grand Central is an MJ level. Unless, okay, yeah, it no, involves I, hostages. So I haven't done that. It's 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 cool though. It's yeah. it's actually a, it's a yeah. fun one to do. I'll probably I mean I'll definitely play that more this weekend when I have the time. I don't know when I'll beat it. I'll probably have it beat by next weekend. Yeah, the, I I enjoyed the DLC also. I want to say yeah. each episode was maybe like two hours, three hours. Yeah. I I since I have Game of the Year edition, and I have the DLC. I'm mine as well. Gonna I'm yeah. probably just gonna do it. Um, but I want to get I I want to beat this game so then I can I honestly I want to go back to Pokemon and because I still haven't finished the end game of Pokemon. Yeah, and I want to get through that stuff. I want to have it all. I want to have everything I want done done before mid March so that I can get Animal Crossing and focus on new Monster Hunter stuff. Yeah, definitely don't do the DLC until you're done the story. Oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna. Just 
you know how like sometimes DLC fits into a game someplace else. Yeah, this DLC is a hundred percent post. Yeah, I, like yeah. story. Yeah, I know that. I'm not gonna. Mo- mo- Honestly, I've never played a game. I haven't played a game with the exception of Final Fantasy 15 that had DLC that took place mid-story. I've actually never gotten DLC for a game and actually played it other than Spider-Man. Yeah. I just, usually the DLC comes out far enough after the game that I just don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. Well, that, that's also one of the other things I want to do is get the, the DLC pack for, or the, the season pass for Ultimate Alliance because they had three sets of DLCs come out. Right. All with story content and, and things like that that I want to do. Well, plus there's the Pokemon DLC this summer. Yeah. You got a lot of DLC to buy, buddy. Got a lot of DLC. Got a I'm, lot act- of- I'm actually kind of interested in getting the Fire Emblem DLC because it adds a, a fourth house. Oh, cool. Like, it adds, like, a, a house that, like, lives underneath the school. Okay. They're, like, the dungeon house or something like that. That's weird. I don't know. It seems interesting. Yeah. And then I still have to... I want to get back into playing Starlink as well. Yeah, Starlink was cool. Because I, 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 I want to buy some more figures for that. Before they're gone forever? Yeah. Um. So... The only thing that I've really been doing game wise is I played more um, Mario World. Yeah. Um, which is still going. So I'm I'm learning to speed run Mario World. Okay. Um, what route? Eleven exit, okay. which is just basically yeah. Star Road. Yeah, Star Road done. Yep. Um, I am really good at getting through Yoshi's Island. Okay. Like those four levels. My, the only the only part that I'm not great at is the timing for the jumps in the water world. Um, which doesn't really slow me down that much. Like, it's maybe, like, two seconds slower because I, like, just don't have the best timing yet. Sure. And taking out Iggy Koopa in his castle. Like, I don't die there. I have no problem getting through the castle. It's just I I, I have to hit Iggy a couple extra times. Um, but doing, doing the two secrets in the next level have been, like, the challenges for me. Um, mostly because getting through um, Donut Secret 1, which is the lake. Uh-huh without losing the cape has okay. been it's taken me some time but I, I was watching like a tutorial on it earlier today and i found out that like there's a bunch of cool little sort of like tricks to it so there's in that level there's a pipe you take that it's one of the areas where you're supposed to hit the block and you get the balloon and it makes you like the little like inflated mario and you like float for a while to like get coins and all okay but if you instead uh, just yeah, skip yeah. that, run, jump with your cape, and fly up a little bit, you hit a turtle and get a shell. And then you take that shell, and you the, when you hold an item underwater, you swim faster. Uh-huh. And then you can do, like, a spin with the shell, if you time it right, to take out the fish as you're going. So you're swimming faster, and you're knocking out all the fish, so you're not losing the cape, which is what was happening to me, um, which then lets you get through the ghost house easily. Because all that ghost house is, it's... You get through the first room, you fly up to the ceiling in the second room with mm-hmm. the P-switch, go through the door, and then hit the the um, the um boo with three blocks, and it's done. Yep. Like, it's actually one of the easiest ghost house. You just need the cape to do it. Um, But I, I can get all the way to Bowser's Castle pretty consistently now. It's just not super quick yet. Um, But I found a bunch of cool tricks for Bowser's Castle that I didn't know you could do. Like, if you... So, you guys have bo- both played Mario World, right? Yes. Yeah. So in Bowser's Castle, there's two sets of four doors each. Uh-huh. And each door is like a different sort of thing to do. Yeah. And it's basically, it's, you go through one through four, and whichever one you pick then takes you to five through eight. And then you pick one of them, that takes you to the dark room, and then that takes you to Bowser. Mm-hmm. Um, different rooms are quicker than others. But there's this trick where if, so the the preferred route is door two and door seven. 
Those are, are the two you can get through quickest. Um, door five is like the backup because it's a, um, it's one of the ones where the spikes come out of the ceiling. So okay. it's yes. really quick because you can run right through it, but you have to wait. You have to have the spikes fall and then go up once first. Um, but to get into room two, if you run with your cape and actually jump to fly right on the last block of the number two, you hit the block and immediately crash, but with the cape fluttered out. If you then hit up as you slide through the door, you still have your P power when you get into the next room and can immediately fly across the level. Huh. Like, it's the weirdest little, like, trick thing for something like that. Because mm-hmm. you're technically on the ground, but, like, you, you hold that energy from the for the flight yeah. just long enough that if you jump immediately upon entering the room, you'll start flying and you can just fly right across the... Because the, the second room is just, um, it's one of the gate, like, the fences that you climb. Mm-hmm. So, like, the alternate route is to just go into that room, run, jump, grab the fence, and then jump a few more times to get to the other side. Um, and then when you do door seven, you do the same thing, only you kind of, you run, you hit the number so that you slide into the door, and then you immediately fly and then crash and then fly again. It's it's really weird how people figure that out, but it's a really neat little trick. Yeah. Um, I can I can do the the two room consistently now can't quite do seven consistently yet i can get into it consistently just not like land the flights right um and the dark room is going to be a fucking disaster because it involves a bunch of like spin flight so that's where you get yeah. your speed up and then you spin jump instead of actually jumping and you you'll you fly and like you get actual height but you're spinning the whole time so it's a little little different yeah but it's all about like timing that just right so that you land on things mm-hmm. um but I'm at least I'm at least seeing myself making progress, which is nice. Nice. What's your time at? So I haven't actually timed myself oh, okay. because I've been trying to get all of the little like intricacies down. Yeah. So like I like um what is it? It's Star Road Four is the one where that is the the most challenging of them because you have to be able to fly consistently across the bottom of the screen at like basically the same level the whole way and then climb at the last minute because mm-hmm. that's the one where you have to go under the the gate. No, you're thinking of Butterbridge. Butterbridge is where you actually have to go under the gate and then back up to hit another gate. This is actually before oh, the gate. Okay, right. Um, yeah, but si- if you similar that, idea. If you land on the platform that's above it, you're fucked. Basically, like you'd have to run all the way back and do it all over again. Yeah, because it, if you're playing it correctly, you're supposed to have gotten the the switches that unlock the colored blocks. Uh-huh. In which case, you don't even need a, need a cape. You can actually just jump right. onto the blocks yeah. and walk across to the key. But in this one, you actually need to be able to like skim the bottom of the level because there's um there's platforms and enemies throughout the level that you don't want to accidentally hit, and then climb at the last second so that you can hit the platform where the key is mm-hmm. and the keyhole. Um, that one took me a bunch of tries to like, I was getting to the end every time, but I wasn't always getting the height right. So I'd either end up going under it or over it and not land in time. And, but yeah, it's, it's fun. Like I don't spend a ton of time doing it cause I know that'll just like frustrate me and burn me out. But like I spent like half an hour today just practicing like that, like running, hitting a two and then bouncing into a door. Yeah. But it's fun. I didn't realize how complicated it was to beat Bowser like fast like that bowser fight is you're just supposed to um hit him with the mecha koopa things the little Mm -hmm. like excuse me wind up toy looking guys yeah Mm -hmm. if you can get to him with a cape though there's this weird strategy where you basically just fly above him and wait for him to throw the koopa things out 
land on them before they fall and it hits him and it if you time it right it skips a bunch of of um phases or at least skips like parts of phases which is you know obviously the the ideal way to finish the game yeah but that is probably going to take me a while because that's all those weird like flying and like letting go but also not knowing where you're at because you're off the screen and like yeah it's like very specific timing. Like you're supposed to start running when Bowser like swoops to a specific spot so that when you start running and jump to fly, he is arcing to come back over, but hasn't come all the way back over yet. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's neat. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's about that. Nice. I'm getting, I'm getting better at getting through some of the trickier stuff, which is nice. Yeah. So, and then Drew, you, did something that I don't know how to pronounce. Cuso Grande? Well, so, interestingly, it it actually leads well from your speedrunning talk, because when I originally got sick with the flu, it was like the week after GDQ. Okay. So I spent a lot of time watching GDQ stuff, and some of my favorite stuff at the GDQ are the awful blocks, uh, just because it's They're amazing games. that people commit time to get real good at these really bad games i enjoyed the animorphs run i don't yeah. know if you watched that one he's uh, on yeah like i he is fun to watch in general um he does a lot of pokemon streams but he had like his back couch was like on a bed and uh-huh. he uh-huh. missed his time by like five or ten minutes so during one of the games i, I forget if the guy brosentia was running it or someone just mentioned it someone mentioned Cuso grande and they were like, the first time I ever played this or saw this was during Cuso Grande. And I was like, okay, well, what the fuck is that? Cuso Grande is this tournament where streamers, speedrunners don't know what game they're going to play. It'll be four people at a time. They have an hour to get as far into a game as they can. The games are terrible. They're fucking so bad. Most of them. Some of them are just really bullshit hard, but kind of good. Yeah, that, which is kind of like what the awful block is at GDQ yeah. also. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of that. And then depending who gets the furthest, they get the most points. Second, a few points less. Third gets a few points less. And fourth gets a few less than that. And then they earn their points, go on move to the next round, go on and go on until you get to the final two who play in a game. And man, some of this stuff is like bullshit. It's like, why? There was... One of my favorite things was watching, it was Turok on the Game Boy Color. Ooh. It's real fucking bad. The I think it's the first boss is a giant Triceratops. So That lines a, up with Turok. It's a 2D side-scroller game. Okay. Triceratops, this Triceratops starts on the right-hand side of the screen. There's, you're in one room, there's a platform on top. You have to shoot the Triceratops until it dies. Triceratops just charges at you from the right to the left. The Triceratops does not just go right, left, left, right. It re- It's completely random which side it's going to spawn on. This thing that is like a third of the size of the screen. Like, it, it's just complete random. It's so bullshit. Like, everyone gets caught off guard by it at least once of... You'll see them, they start, they'll shoot the thing, jump to the top, or eat a hit if they didn't realize, or, you know, mistime their jump up. They'll be looking to the opposite side, because, oh, hey, this thing just ran off the screen to that side, so it's going to come from that side, and then just get hit from behind as the thing spawned on the other side. Nice. 
because they were over on that side to be able to get shots in and then oh nope it just spawned right on you it's like that kind of horse shit that it's like oh that's fun that they, they literally have like a tournament of just like here's really bad games good yeah. luck and like i said the the people who are about to play don't know what the game is going to be and they're they're races through the game like it's yeah it's whoever can get the furthest in an hour and it, you know if you beat the game within the hour you're the first one to beat it you get the most points. yeah I mean, almost never do the games actually get beaten technically if you beat it and then somebody else beats it you have to play it again to see how much further you can get from the person who also beat it i don't see how much further they can get no but i mean if you beat it in 30 minutes and then somebody else beats it in 45 you beat beat it it quicker because also like uh you know sometimes they'll get you know we players only got to this point it's whoever got to that point first if no one progresses beyond a certain point Mm -hmm. i was watching some game I forget the name. It was some Brazilian-made game. Everyone got stuck at the exact same spot where they had to shoot a vine off a tree, jump onto the vine, and go across this hole. After the timer ran out, they pulled the... So, Brosentia, who's a streamer and speedrunner, he's the host of the tournament. So, it'll be him and whoever picked the game, or a random person like uh the guy mike who runs gdq has was on a bunch of them for the sin 4 and they're commentating what's going on and especially if it's someone who picked the game like they know the most about the game they chose so they'll so is this like actually at a a venue or is this this just everyone's remote like stream yeah everyone's uh he has all four people's twitch streams up and randomly picks one to have the audio okay for and so like they everyone got stuck on this point then they pull up the video of someone who's done a complete run of the game it takes like eight minutes to beat the entire game <laughs> yet they're everyone got stuck on this one point for an hour pretty much and it's so bullshit like it looks like the guy just teleports to the the vine it's like how were you supposed to fucking do this and it's always disgusting when there's like that person that figures it out and just does it perfectly. And you're just like, yeah. Oh, well, that's bullshit. I would have never figured that out. So I was watching a uh, Tom and Jerry on the Game Boy Color game. A lot of people got stuck on the very first boss, which is a, a dog that you have to lure into a hole so you can get to Jerry. You're playing as Tom for yeah. the whole game. One person figured out how to do it real quick. That person fucking steamrolled the whole game. I want to say that person beat the entire game three times before some people got off the first level. Wow. (laughs) Like, it it wasn't that long of a game, but, like, that person figured out the boss because, like, you have to stand on one side of the ledge, get close enough to the dog that it'll charge at you, but not hit you because if it hits you, it stops and then turns back around. And so you have to run and jump back over the hole to get the dog to fall in and then... Like, you've beaten the level, but, pe- like, it's not that intuitive, because you can just go down into this hole. It's not an instant death thing. Uh, like, it, it, it's so bad. Yeah, some, <laughs> some of those, like, 90, like, 90s, like, even into early 2000s, like, cartoon-licensed games seem to have a lot of the similar, like, ideas, and they were never yeah. executed well. There was a rip-off, an M&M's branded Crash Bandicoot ripoff game nice. that they played that actually, like, that game didn't actually seem bad. It was kind of bullshit at times, but, like, it was like, ah, you know, 
that game probably Red and yellow were 20 there. bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that game was probably twenty bucks when it came out. It's really not that bad. Then there's like horse shit, like Commodore sixty four games. It's it's a lot of fun. Sometimes it's a little frustrating when everyone's stuck at a part, but usually when there's four people playing, somebody somebody's it. progressing. And that, it's just funny to see some of the horse shit in these, like... Yeah, I, I always like, liked no, races. That's, no, that's terrible. Fuck that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, watching watching multiple people kind of race through the same game is always fun. Yeah. Like, I'm sure watching four people race through a game that where they don't know the game is, like, a different sort of fun. Yeah. But, like, even watching, like, speedrunners, like, speedrunning, like, the Mega Man games or Mario or whatever, it's like... Well, especially when they do like the, do they ever do relays on on that stuff? Uh, not for. Well, I think on some of the side, I think they've done a co-op so grande, but like for the Cuso Grande, it's one v one v one v one. Okay, because like the relays are always cool yeah. too. Like you know, they beat a level, then the next person t- takes it, and then the next. Yeah, cool. And anything else you want to say about that stuff? Uh, the, uh season five is starting soon. Apparently, according to their Twitter, so is it like I, I take it it's on YouTube and they they Twitch stream it? Uh, yeah, they Twitch stream it and then put the archives up on YouTube. Nice. So I'm gonna try to watch that as it's as it's actually happening. Oh, cool. Because they'll do like four or five matches in a day, it seems. So they'll like stream six or so hours and yeah, run games and you know they'll have people spam certain things in the chat as the games are starting. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. might check that out at some point. Yeah, it's it's fun. Cool. Um, so the only other thing I did was I I've been catching up on some comics that I'm drastically behind on. Yeah. Um, the the biggest news, uh, Sex Criminals came back. Oh, I don't know what that is. Um, it's a book by Matt Fraction and Chip Zartsky. Um, about two people that when they orgasm, time freezes. Right. Um, and then they find out that there are a bunch of other people that also have this weird power, and if they orgasm at the same time. They're both in this like frozen world, and everybody has like a different weird name for it. It's it's very weird. Thanks. It is probably one of the funniest comics I have read ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so Matt Fraction's the same guy that did like the really good Hawkeye run, where like yeah. everyone called him Hawkeye, and he had Pizza Dog and shit. Yeah. So it's just in it's over the top, like goofy, like that one. The 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 kind of the, the reason it's called sex criminals is because initially they're going to use that power to rob a bank that the guy works for that they hate. Yeah, because the girl's a librarian and they're trying to like fund her library so it doesn't get closed. So like, are, is time stopped only while they're orgasming, or does it stop for a while? No, like it stops for like a period of time after they orgasm. Is it dependent on how good the orgasm was? I don't remember <laughs> if that's the case or not, but like there is one lady who learns how to do it at will. So she can just orgasm and stop time whenever she wants. Hey, I I don't like it. No, honestly, it's a really good book. You should read it. I don't like it. Um, it's so weird. It it's weird in a good way though. Um, it's it's got a lot of stupid little like Easter egg humor in it too, like like different signs and stuff like that in the mm-hmm. in the books. Um, so it issue twenty five came out, I believe, in June of twenty eighteen. Um, and then it's just kind of stopped coming out. Yeah. And then issue twenty six just came out like two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little longer than that. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was weird that it just kind of suddenly came back. Yeah. Um, and I actually had to go back and, and like skim through issue 25 to remember what the fuck happened. But even then, issue 26 doesn't make a lot of sense. 
because it obviously picks up like shortly after 25 mm-hmm. and like something has happened yeah like there are a bunch of things that are not what they were at the end of issue 25 so i'm actually, i'm really interested to see like where it goes um maybe somebody orgasmed and fast forward so um in the like their letters column they basically said like fraction got like kind of bored of it like it he didn't want to do the story the way that they had kind of planned it so they decided it's creator owned like it's an image comic yeah so they decided to just kind of like put it off to the side and like wait until they had like an idea that they were excited to do yeah so that's this and it's basically the end like it's the final arc so there it's um it's a four issue arc if i remember correctly so it'll be issue 26 27 28 29 and then 30 is a one-shot. And then the final issue is going to be issue 69. Because why the fuck not? I mean, if, if you have a... Like, it yeah. makes sense. Like, if you're going to have this book, like, you might yeah. as well do that. Um, but they are actually going to jump three and a half years in time, like, in the book. Because from where they're at to issue 69 would be about three and a half years. If it came out on a monthly schedule. They should have done something like 69 months. They shouldn't do three and a half. Do 16. I mean, is three and a half years 69 months? Three and a half. Yeah. My math is very bad. Five years and Yeah. They should do that. Write them and be like, look, don't make it a three and a half year time jump. Make it a 69 month time. I don't know. I feel like the three and a half year one works too because that's how many, that's how much time would pass for that amount of issues. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just glad that it came back because it it's it's a very dumb fun book. Yeah. Like at one point the at one point the characters are singing um I want to say it's Bohemian Rhapsody but it might have just been a different Queen song mm. but they can't actually put the words to the song in the book because of copyright issues. Yeah. So they say like the first couple of words and then all of the other boxes are like blacked out and it's them having like an internal monologue like like the creators like editor notes of how this scene would be really cool if they could actually have the words to the song in it, but they can't. Yeah. Um, they break the fourth wall a lot. So. Makes sense. Yeah. You'd actually probably enjoy it. I'll wait for it to be in trade. It all, it has many trades. I'll wait for it to be just all in one book. That probably won't happen. It's 26 issues. For, or it's going to be 31 issues, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. They probably won't do a compendium. No. It's it's not like The Walking Dead. I know. Um, And then I also... So... I finally caught up on Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. I kind of like stopped at issue 99 and like let a few build up. Um, like spoilers if you read Ninja Turtles and haven't fin- like read issue 100. They fucking killed Splinter. And like not like comic book like Donatello killed him. Like he's actually dead. Hmm. Like he sacrificed himself to like stop the big evil thing from happening. No Splinter. He'll come back. I don't know. Because like that book definitely tries to do different things with the mythology. Yeah. And, like, I could see them leaving him, like, dead, at least for, like, an extended period of time. Yeah. Um, But it was, like, super sad because, like, so the last, I don't know, 30 issues, they've kind of been at odds with each other. Like, Splinter has been the, the leader of the Foot Clan after defeating Shredder. Yeah. But, like, he's been trying to, like, not have the Foot Clan be the villains, but they've still kind of been the villains. Mm-hmm. Like, he he's definitely made some, like, moral compromises for, like quote-unquote the greater good yeah um and the turtles were just not having that yeah but like every time they kind of started to work things out something would happen and like kind of push them apart again (coughs) and now he's dead like they were finally like kind of starting to like come back together and yeah Mm -hmm. he gave up his life for them poor 
poor turtles in the lost. Yeah, no, and they're father. they're all kinds of fucked now. Like Raphael right. just left. They had, so issue one hundred and one jumps six months into the future. Yeah, like from that point, and Raphael, it, they none of them have seen or heard from Raphael in six months. Mm-hmm. He walked away at that moment and just hasn't talked to any of them. Yeah, um, New York City is partially like cordoned off because somebody let off a mutagen bomb that transformed a bunch of people into mutants Hmm. so now like that part of the city is just like has a big wall wrapped around it okay um and then like the other three turtles are at that farm that they've been at before like in the movies and all Mm -hmm. just kind of like sad like michelangelo has a cat leonardo has a greenhouse donatello has a diary they don't talk to each other or anything yeah it's really sad Real sad. 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 But it's good. Like, it's a very different way to take those characters. I've, I've always wanted to read the National Comics. The, this IDW run that's been going on for, like, eight or nine years now is really good. Yeah. Because they've taken... So they took stuff from the original comics and, like, from the cart... Like, all the different cartoon incarnations and kind of, like, took it... Put a different spin on a bunch of it. Like, the Turtles... I don't know if any other medium ever did it, like... They're not just turtles that were mutated into, like, talking turtles. That happened, but they're actually reincarnations of, like, four sons of a member of the Foot Clan from feudal Japan. Yeah. That, like, the their father Splinter and the four sons were all murdered by the Shredder. Mm-hmm. Like, just stuff like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, like, all of, like, the weird sort of, like, the cartoon characters and video game characters, like Bebop and Rocksteady and, um, like, Krang and shit are all in it, but they're all a little different. Sometimes they're a little darker, sometimes they're not. Yeah. 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 It's a good book. It's 102 issues, though, so it's a lot of uh, catching up to do. Yeah, I mean, 102 issues isn't really that hard to catch up to as a comic if you get a bunch of trades. That's but, true. I mean, it's... It point, is a lot of trades, though, too. It is, it is. So what a trade is like every eight issues or something like that, eight to ten? Anywhere's from five to eight. Yeah. It depends on, like, the... Like, if it's, like, an anniversary issue and it's, you know, 45 pages, then... That trade might only be three issues, yeah. so this is probably somewhere around twenty trades. Yeah, I think that's that's probably close yeah. to it. Because generally, generally a trade is around like a hundred, a hundred and twenty pages, mm-hmm. and a comic is around twenty pages. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I have to check it out. Um, and the last thing I re- I read isn't done yet, but um, they have a, a book right now called The Rise of Kylo Ren. Yeah. Um, it's three issues in, and it's actually giving us a backstory on like. His fall to the dark side and the Knights of Ren, I, and it's I, canon, which is neat. I like that idea because, like, you really didn't get much from him, and I, I blame that on the fact that there were two separate directors slash writers. Yeah. Um. If they if they had gone with the same person all the way through or whatever, probably would have had better backstory and known more about him. Um. But I, I do like that idea. I I do want to know more about him because he's an it's interesting. Yeah, it actually picks up with... The first issue starts with the destruction of the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. Like, of Luke's, like, academy. Yeah. And it shows, like, three other, like, aspiring Jedi, like, coming back to, like, the building on fire. And there's a lot of good sort of... It shows that inner turmoil in Ben. Yeah. Like, where he's upset about what happened because his uncle just tried to kill him and he feels like... He feels like Snoke is actually his friend. Yeah. And, like, we've even seen more of Snoke and kind of gotten to see, like, more of the influence he kind of had on Ben prior to all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also been a couple of scenes of things, like, while he was still an apprentice, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, a three or four page part where, like, it's him and Luke on a mission to, a like, to find another Jedi temple. Which is basically what Luke was apparently doing 
pre all of this in the movies too. Because that's when they um when they find Lando on that planet in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. It's because Luke and Lando had gone there while Luke was on his like journey looking for Jedi artifacts. Yeah. Um, but it's like a quick scene of you actually getting a chance to see Luke be a cool Jedi that you didn't get to do in any of the movies. Yeah. Like he takes on like six six or seven guys that are all force sensitive by himself and just embarrasses all of them. Nice. And it's like, man, that's the Luke I wanted to see in these fucking movies. And so I got a grumpy old man on an island. And that's a bummer. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's it's just cool. Like I I like how these comics are able to expand on the universe in a legitimate way. Yeah. Because even the um the the main Star Wars comic just ended its first volume, um and then it picks it's picking back up um between Empire and Jedi. Mm. So like the the seventy five issues of the first volume were from like basically the destruction of the Death Star through them looking for their new base, which ends up being on Hoth. Yeah. And then. It picks like the next volume picks up after Empire, and will probably run for longer than a year worth of comet like of in universe time should, and will lead into Jedi. And then I hope they do something like post Return of the Jedi because that whole era is kind of empty right now. But yeah, yeah, it's a it's a fun book. I think it's like four or five issues, so there's only one or two issues left. But nice, we're at least seeing That's- kind of his evolution from kind of like heartbroken kid to like what he was by the time we we get to force awakens yeah because like there's a bunch of scenes where like he is actively trying not to hurt people but also is like trying to make it known that he will hurt them if needed yeah and then by the time of force awakens like he just murders a whole village at the very beginning yeah like he gives zero fucks that's yeah i i I may i may check that out after after it finishes yeah yeah, I mean, four or five issues, like, they'll definitely... Yeah. It's Marvel, so they'll have it in a trade within, oh, yeah. like, two or three months of the final issue. They'll, they'll have it in a trade the second the final issue. No, that's not how comics work. They no. never release trades that quickly. Hmm. Like, they're much better than it used to be. Like, it used to be, like, months later you'd get, like, the next trade. Yeah. Um, But now it's still at least, like, a month or two before there's, like, a trade of a book. Mm-hmm. So I think they want to make sure that they get all the sales of the issues first. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's kind of like with movies. Like... Redbox and like streaming stuff doesn't always get things right away. Like a movie, let's say a movie comes out this Tuesday, it might not be at Redbox for two weeks after it's like released yeah. for sale. Yeah, because they won't be able to buy it first. They don't want people yeah. to spend a dollar on it at Redbox. True. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's all I got. Nice. You guys have anything else you want to talk about? No, I don't think no. so. Cool. So I have to uh, pack this shit up and go to the store. So. Oh, fun. No, not at all. Not at all. What do you get at the store? I think it's stuff for work tomorrow. Oh, fun. No, exactly. Not at all. Okay. Um, it's it's either get it get it before I go to work tomorrow, or get to my client later tomorrow and have to then stay later and fuck that because yeah, lunch traffic is bad. Yeah, like lunch traffic is almost as bad as like evening traffic. Mm-hmm. True. It sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that'll do it for this week. Um. I'm sure we'll be back next week with more of something. I'm sure something will happen between now and next Wednesday. Maybe. Um, in the meantime, if you want to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us over at patreon.com slash onequest. You can't support us there with dollars, though. You can support us by going to your favorite podcast platform, subscribing to us, rating us, reviewing us, all that fun stuff. We're on iTunes. Yeah. 
iTunes, which is now Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you want to find a podcast or whatnot. Yeah. Um, we're on f- social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Twitter and Instagram. We have a YouTube channel that is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And you can always send us emails to social at one-quest.com. And I guess that will do it. We'll be back next week with something else. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Cheers. Bye.